The other day, I'm scrolling around on YouTube just trying to find something to watch, you know, something in the background. And out of nowhere, I see a familiar face. You know, it's one of those faces where you're like, I know who this is, but I can't quite place it. And when when that face is this face, whoo, you kind of want to figure that one out quick. The video in question was uh, Patrick Melton's Nobody Likes Onions show. Now, I watch the show every once in a while. I've known about Patrick for many, many years. And so I'm looking at this face. I'm like, there's no way. How is he just covering some guy I know? I feel like this was like a Facebook friend of mine or something. The title on the video is The Comedy Shaman. And I go, what? What is that? Huh? And also who? And so I click on the video. He's talking about this guy and it clicks. I remember. Oh, that's right. A year ago, a year ago, I started getting inundated with messages from a complete freak. Now, to me, this guy's name was Clay Combs, okay? We were apparent. I don't know if we were Facebook friends or he just added me, he just messaged me. I don't know how he found me, but he started messaging me. And I took one look at his sick face and I said, no, thanks. And I didn't respond. And that didn't stop him. That never stopped him. He just kept messaging. Let me be clear. He messaged over and over and over and over and over again. And I never replied. I think he messaged me for days, maybe even weeks. Now, here's something interesting that I had no clue about. He continued messaging me as different people for the rest of my life, ever since then. Now, what you need to know about Clay to understand all of this is Clay is a Red Bar fan, or as I call them, adult baby diaper lovers. When it came to Clay, I figured the best thing to do was to never, ever respond. I gave it a year. And he just kept coming back. You see, Red Bar fans are sick. They're sick in the head. And it's t- they need to be knocked down a peg. Red Bar's fine, probably. I don't know. When's the last time you saw it? Can't tell you the last time I saw it. See, uh, people are maybe watching clips of Red Bar. Is it on? Does it come on? Is it a show anymore? I don't know. I don't have nine hours to listen to Kanye West karaoke. The point is, Red Bar fans are sick. Now, I keep saying it, we're done with Copy and Anthony shows. Everything inspired, and when I say inspired, I mean inspired Inspired. by Opie and Anthony, we're done with. it. We've got to move on from it. It's gay and retarded. You look silly at this point, being inspired by Opie and Anthony. So... You know, because then you're Mersh. Because then you're every other, you're Millhip at that point. You know, we're done. We're just done with it. We have to be done with it. And Red Bar is pretty inspired by it. Pretty inspired by it. I'm a fag. Please, Mike. Now, it turns out Clay Combs here is Red Bar's biggest adult baby diaper lover. I'm telling you, it's crazy. Like, it is 
the messages, I, I'm going to read you the messages. I have hundreds of messages. I've been sitting on these messages forever. I've been saying in the back of my mind, the next time I do a Red Bar episode, I need people to understand how sick in the head Red Bar fans are. These guys think that Red Bar invented podcasting. They think he invented making fun of podcasts as if he's not just doing Jocktober. I don't know what, I'm dying. I am dying. I am dying for one Red Bar guy to tell me what it is Mike David invented. And in millions of messages from Clay Combs, I never once got an answer to that. We obviously, everybody knows he invented clapping. That's pretty clear. We, of course, know he invented crapping in his diaper. He also invented, um, hmm, uh, having headphones and a microphone. That seems to be the case. I'm not sure. In fact, when I put out the call for this episode, when I said this episode's happening, this is going live, one of the other adult baby diaper lovers got so incensed that I said, this guy is Red Bar's biggest fan. He had to let it be known. No, no, no. I'm Red Bar's biggest fan. These guys see the world in Red Bar tinted glasses. Clay Combs looks at every single thing. I mean, he watches it all. Okay. He watches Red Bar. He watches Pot Awful. He watches Nobody Likes Onions. He watches Steel Toe. He watches it all. And he watches all of it through the distorted view daily lens of Red Bar. Everything in these guys' lives is Red Bar. Every single fucking thing. Pot Awful's watching you. Red Bar's watching. Clay Combs is watching. And he's autistic. And he's dangerous. And he has a podcast now. I gave it a year. I I ran into this guy again in a Discord not too long ago. And he had a new name. The Comedy Shaman. And I thought it was a different guy. I had no idea. Now in his head, we are friends or something. We have a... This is taking parasocial, as all Red Bar fans do. It takes parasocial to a new stratosphere. It's one of the most bizarre things I've ever seen. It needs to be documented. So I need you to understand, when I talk about the Comedy Shaman, when I talk about Clay Combs... This is all of them. This is the entire ABDL community, the BBG ABDL. This is all of them. This is their top guy. This is the number one fan. This is ride or die. And every single one of these guys has this sickening parabond going on with their daddy David, with their star of David, Mike. And every single one of them seems to think not only are they best friends, but they have, through the viewing of Red Bar, (laughs) they have found the key to unlocking the secrets of comedy and radio. And you might think I'm just making all this shit up, but that is entirely what the comedy shaman Clay Combs, that is his whole pot, this new podcast he has, which by the way is... Rumble exclusive. 
this entire new podcast extravaganza he's got is just him out loud dealing with the brain parasite that has taken over the tapeworm inside him that forces him to collect goo in the sewers and listen to Red Bar. So I ran into him. I didn't know who the comedy shaman was. He's talking to me as if I know the guy. He's messaging me on Discord. I find out he tricked me after a year of ignoring this guy, after millions of messages of completely ignoring this guy, he tricked me by rebranding himself as the comedy shaman. He is the witch doctor for how to do a comedy podcast right. He's a guy with something to prove. I'm going to read to you every single message he's ever sent me, and it is a fucking thrill hell ride. Get ready for Halloween. It's spooky time. Clay Combs, the comedy shaman. We're about to enter a dumpster dive of a man's mind. Smile. He is happy to be here. Yeah, I'm happy to be here too. Welcome everybody to the program. H2BH, I'm your host, Jesse P.S. This is Pot Awful, the program TV, Super Show, Salad Spinner, something, I don't know, something, something. We got a big show coming up for you very soon. Awful Ween, October 29th. That's Sunday, October 29th. Please be here for it. I've been working on this thing like crazy. Every single day, just slogging, trying to get through this. It's a true-to-life horror movie, and I can't wait to share it with you. We are live. We've got a live chat room. We'll see what people are saying in the chat right now. H2BH, H2BH. Is that a new H2BH? Yes, it is. Mike David, H2BH. It's right there. Jesse does the best Mersh impression ever. Thank you so much. Um, Meat Spinner, is this live? You guys both do shows, says. One of the stupidest chatters we've ever had, actually. I never really bring this up. One of the dumbest guys I've ever known is this guy named Francis Weevil Knievel or something like that. I'm not exactly sure, but um, always with the stupidest takes ever. Always. the Some of the dumbest things I've ever heard have come out of this guy's mouth, but he's happy to be here, and we're happy to have him. Thank you, everybody. Thank you for joining me. That one's for you. What's his name again? Frederick Francis? So I already forgot his name. He's, a, he's apparently a member. Francis Patrick Keevil. Okay. Keep an eye out for Keevil in chat because I'm telling you, this is one of the... Actually, we do have Dumber. We have Dumber that watch the show. For instance, um, this guy right here, Clay Combs. By the way, if you want to know a little something else, this, this is how I was introduced to Clay Combs. Again, I see this image in a Nobody Likes Onions, um, you know, promotional thumbnail or something. This is how I knew him. Okay, <laughs> this is this is what I. Every time I got a new message from Clay Combs, it was with this profile picture. Very strange. 
I don't know. Looks like a gay guy. Uh, he's There's a black man just relaxed in his lap, which, you know, I mean, is that gay? I don't know. Who am I to judge? What am I? Not me. I wouldn't do it. You know, you could, uh, I could climb the wall of Antarctica and, you know, go to a brand new world. I mean, maybe that's what they do over there. I don't know. <laughs> not what Jesus would do, but I don't know. Not me. I don't know what's going on with this. He claims he's not gay and this is not his boyfriend, but they are very cozy. And I think they live together inside of a, va a Varto, a Vardo, some sort of gypsy Vardo where they go around shrinking people's heads or something. That's how I was introduced <laughs> To Clay Combs. Um, here's one thing, though. I would like to start out this program a little different, though. I know I said that we would never, ever, ever, ever do this again. But I actually want to talk about Steel Toe a little bit here. Um, I don't. Ha I cannot find the clip. Here's the thing. I don't follow Steel Toe. I feel like we need to do a follow-up on Steel Toe. So I saw some clips floating around. I feel like I saw two different clips, and now I can't find them anywhere. And in my Discord, we don't keep track of these guys very much. You know, they knew. I'm not that interested in it. But I feel like we have to do a follow-up from the Steel Toe episode because all of these people cover Steel Toe. They've got a whole Reddit making fun of them. People have been shipping me and April, by the way, which is... I got excited... Very, very excited cool to see of all of this. Thank you for everybody shipping us. April has been thinking about it. I only know that for sure because she's been sending brain waves toward me. I can actually feel her telepathy uh, encroaching upon my uh, my amygdala. So I don't know if um, if this is the right thing to do or not, to be honest. But I feel like we have to do a follow-up on Steel Toe. There's some clips out there. Everybody covers these guys. Everybody makes fun of them. They are public domain goons. And I do one episode and Steel Toe changes their format. If you're in the chat and you know what I'm talking about and you can send me this clip, please send this. I have no idea where to find this. Steel Toe, apparently, they, I do the one episode. I think it was on a Friday evening for them. And then Monday rolls around. They have their next show. And they're like, we're not going to take donations anymore. We're not going to be shaking the plate. People have been mocking them for shaking the plate for a year now, at least. I come in one time. Boom. I, I They changed the format twice. I've seen two clips about them doing no... He's thinking about hanging up the spurs. He said he's literally giving, giving it, it, a, it year. A, year. a year. They've got one year... And then if they're not making more money, doing better on their show, he's going to give up. That's the power of Pod Awful. I have. Thank you. Wait. I can't. No, 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 no. Sorry. Wrong one. I am high energy. I can't control myself. So it's very cool to see. You know, I mean, almost. I didn't realize the kind of power I had over Aaron and Ape. So now it's kind of making me think, like, maybe we should cover Steel Toe. <laughs> There's a part of Listen, I'll tell you this much. We are definitely going to do a world war where we read Aaron's ex-wife's children's books, okay? That is coming. So I'm just going to put that out there now. That's happening for sure. Does anybody know what I'm talking about with this clip, though? Um, April is auto body shop hot. 
I feel like I do know what that means, and I agree with you. Someone says World War Toe, Steel Toe sucks, manifesting. I'd like to put April on a ship, if you know what I mean, says Moonwort in the chat room. Does anybody know uh, Jesse shamed Steel Toe out of begging? That's true. I, I need you guys to see this clip. Does anyone know the power? Someone says, I don't, I, oh, you mean the power? Bullets changes goons show with goons shows with words. Jesse can't talk shit about Mersh when he gets the same amount of viewers. If I had one viewer, I would be above Mersh. Let me just be very clear about that to uh, Crispy Cracker in chat. And by the way, good luck with your sobriety. If I had no viewers, I would be above Mersh. Mersh, uh, if we have to do Mersh here for a second, Mersh was on uh, Nightwave the other day, and he was he was saying he's so br he was begging for money to gamble with, and it worked. He got like three hundred fifty dollars to go gamble with. He's headed off to Vegas right now, so that the CEO of Rumble can tell him that his contract is up, which is a very, that's a very funny, very baller move and finger guns to uh, the CEO of Rumble, inviting a degenerate gambler out to tell him you're cut. No more money, no more ride for you. That's very funny. I might actually join Rumble now. Now that I've seen the comedy shaman and now that I know that the CEO of Rumble is based He's based in bone-pilled. I might actually, we might start streaming the Rumble because that is very funny to do. Does anybody know the fucking clips I'm talking about for the love of God? Oh, I see here. Somebody, Grint Tips. Candace has sent me a thing a, here. Now, I don't know if this is the right thing or not, but I'm just going to throw it up here. Candace sent me one. It's called Grint Tips. All right, let's see what they're uh, Grint tipping about here. Here's Aaron. And by the way, I just learned this the other day. I did a whole show on steel toe i didn't know this guy this weird little pile of mashed potatoes that sometimes hosts with aaron he's apparently crippled <laughs> i didn't even know you could do that so you know they tried to steal mr burgers from me mr spurgers i didn't i had no clue you were allowed to have a straight up retard for a co-host so I've now invited Mr. Spurgers to uh, co-host Pod Awful. I have. pretty cool. I can't help it. And try the suggestions of others. I'm only going to mention the goal when someone contributes to the program. Yes. Here we go. So this is uh, this is it. I did it. I straight up did it. Everyone else tried. Patrick tried. I don't know who else covers Steel Toe to be honest. And okay. then for the last seven, the Reddit, the Reddit tried. Citizen M. Steel Toe's biggest fan, Citizen M, tried to get them to stop doing it. No one was strong enough. No one was powerful enough. Pot Awful's watching you. Here's what I'm going to do today. I'm going to try the suggestions of others. Now, who are those others he's talking about? I'm only going to mention the goal when someone contributes to the program. And okay. then for the last seven, eight minutes of rattling the offering plate and stuff, it will be whatever it is. And one of two things is going to happen. My life as an e-beggar is going to be, is, go, is about to get a lot easier because we're going to be able to do it without me mentioning it a lot. Or mm -hmm. number two, uh, I'm going to prove to everyone, like, look, if we don't say anything, like, we're going to die. <laughs> like, this, this thing's going up. People love this. <laughs> I mean, this is 
great. So you got you got Mersh, you got Aaron. Both of these guys are just going on their stream every day, flat out. It, I, I invented this term, by the way, e-waitressing. They're e-waitresses. They live off of tips. And listen, I'm an anti-tipping guy. You ever yet have you noticed that every single thing is now asking you for a tip? You go to a pizza place and you you just you get your own pizza. It's not delivered. And on the receipt, they ask you for a tip. I love writing the biggest zero and the zero dot zero zero with the line under it, but I draw it as if it's a smiley face. Like, ha ah, no tip. So these e-waitresses, every single day, they're going on there, they're shaking their hooters, Mersh and Aaron, shaking the hooters, shaking the can, rattling the can, begging for tips, and literally telling their audiences, we're going to have to pack it in here. Guys, we're in a desperate situation. It's almost, life is almost over for us. Um, if you don't say, and by the way, how could that be true? Why did, what? What about this show makes you think you deserve 150 bucks or whatever it is? 150 bucks for four hours. Who asked for it? No one, there was no one on earth who was screaming for you to do four hours every day. I think he does eight hours, by the way. I think he does even more than that. Sometimes they do a nighttime program. And then if they go into the overtime, so... Mersh, Aaron, it's very funny. You're just watching two people slowly lose their jobs. <laughs> You're watching. You, you want to watch the uh, world's slowest unemployment line? Joe for free, but if you don't let him know that, you know, we, we do this uh, business-wise, eh, we're going to have some problems. So we will see. Uh, 275 today. Pretty Sounds cool. Sounds like you win either way that way, honestly. Yeah, either way, I either... This dude's gonna... He he's, needs his dialysis money for crying out loud. Aaron, somebody send these guys money. Now, here's the thing. I already threw this out there. These guys are on life support at this point. They're limping along, and I don't just mean because this guy literally has a cane. They're miserable. If somebody else has the other clip where he's saying that in a year he's gonna pack it in, please send me that clip. It's not going to come up in chat here. So you're going to have to like tweet it at me or something. Something. You're going to have to do something. You're going to have to message me on Discord or DM it to me or something. All right. Send me that clip. I think it would be... They're miserable. Aaron, ape, this guy, his eyeballs are trying to escape this show right now. I thought he was just sleepy. I thought he was like, I don't want to fucking... You know, I've had plenty of of co-hosts where they're not really into doing the show. So I thought he was just that. It turns out he's physically retarded. All right, anyway, no offense to that guy. Um, Aaron is miserable. His life is not what he thought. He thought he was riding high after the radio show, you know, and he thought, oh man, we're making a, we're doing an Adam Carolla. We're building a pirate ship and we've got this, groundswell behind us. We're going to make it. Guys, we're all going to make it. We're all going to get laid. And now it's just been, it's been the world's like quietest, slowest, longest fart. <laughs> Not with a bang, but a whimper. Now, most people I think would enjoy seeing these guys struggle forever. 
I am considering personally financing Steel Toe Radio. <laughs> okay. What is it called? Steel Toe Morning Show? I don't even know the name. I want to see this guy live his own personal hell every day for the rest of his life just for me. It'll just be me watching. In fact, I might demand that in order. $150 a day, five days a week. I'm sending it to Aaron. I'm sending it to his tarantulas. It, <laughs> he has to let me hand it to him in bill form. I, I get to watch as the arachnid weaves its orb around my bill and pulls it into the back of his head. By the way, Mersh, have you seen Mersh's hairline? Retractable. Mersh now has a retractable hairline. It's going so far back. Uh, I said this on Twitter. He's a pill head. Literally, it's the most descriptive pill head has ever been. His head is a pill. It looks like the back of Akira's jacket. You know, your favorite anime guy, Akira. So I'm going to personally finance Steel Toe for the rest of his life. Every single day, $150. And now that means, by the way, I'm going to need you guys to send in. I, and I don't ask for super chats. I don't ask for donations. But I will need $150 every episode from you guys from now. At least $150. I'm not shaking any plates or anything. But this is just to keep Steel Toe on the air against his will. Guys, together we can do it. We're, we're all in this together. <laughs> Isn't it so fun? Man. It's so funny to watch uh, shows like Steel Toe and Mersh. And there's other ones too. I watch all sorts of shit that you guys have no clue about. That I would never even do an episode about. I thought Comedy Shaman I was never going to do an episode about. I do show, I, I, I watch these shows where it's a guy, he's dying, and his whole method of getting you to send him money is, is acting like it's something you're a part of. Like, you already have your money. What is, he's building the pirate ship with you. You guys are going to make it work together. Guys, we got to do this. We got to make it happen. All we need is $200 and we will, something will happen at that point. It's never quite, you're never quite sure. And then these guys, what they all do now is the donations aren't coming in. And so what do they blame it on? It isn't that their show is terrible. It's the economy. <laughs> these guys are so lucky to live in a world where the word economy, the word inflation has entered the chat room for them. Obviously, Mersh already had the word inflation in his lexicon. But everything now is, oh, the, I, hey, I know you guys are struggling, but you want to throw me a couple of tree bucks? Hey, guys, send us a couple of dollars into our collection plate. I don't know how to do Aaron yet. I've literally only listened to him about the amount you've seen me listen to him. Um... It's just an Anthony Cumia impression, though, right? I don't know how to do Cumia. Just picture that I did a perfect Anthony Cumia impression just then, okay? You send in $3 and something. Something happens. We don't know what yet, but something happens. And it, listen, hey, I understand. Uh, you can't afford $3. <laughs>
<laughs> which like Mersh's audience and Steel Toe audience, they can't. They can't afford three dollars. It's a, like that's big for them. Three dollars, that's the cost of milk. That was the cost of milk before Biden. So three dollars is make or break it for the drug addicts that watch these shows. Um, and so everything is the economy now. I want to take that out of the equation. No more economy, okay? I'm going to be a personal UBI, all right? Keep shipping me with April. I'm going to take care of April. I'm going to be Aaron... What's his name? Aaron M. Holty? I'm going to be Aaron M. Holty's personal, like, $1,000 check a month. Here's 1000 You have to keep doing the show. Every single, I want to see five episodes every week. Here's a thousand dollars. That should really be enough. The pot awful UBI for bad podcasters. <laughs> I don't know if this has ever been attempted before, but I will be personally financing Aaron until, you know, his only option is vitamin S. And. I want to watch the decline, the mental decline, the physical decline. I want to see all of the Ethan decline. I want to see it all happen. Uh, does anybody have that other clip? I would kill for that other clip. Let's keep watching this one. Prove my point, and I go, look, this is where I've taken myself. This is where it's, uh, well, this is what it's come to. It's this or nothing. Uh, or I go, hey, looks like I don't have to say a goddamn word. People are just going to contribute to the show, and I can shut my mouth, and we'll just... We'll, we'll go ahead. Uh, Let's do it then. So 275 away, not going to mention it now until other... You know, not mentioning it, by the way. This is sort of mentioning it. I got to be honest, Aaron, as the new producer of the show, this is kind of mentioning it. This seems like a lot... And by the way, I've been seeing a lot of mentioning it. I'm not doing clip cope here. No clip cope. I've seen some clips lately. I've been watching clips haven't seen a full episode. The clip I'm looking for, and again, I can't find this. Aaron's announcing that the show is over, basically. And one of the things he says in it, it's insane. He admits that all of these like weird guy co-hosts, his crippled co-hosts, that he's been paying them too much, which is not something you should announce on the show. That's, some, that's a behind-the-scenes discussion. But he's like, yeah, you know, I thought we were riding high, so I was paying these guys a, a pretty penny. And now I'm broke. Now I'm destitute and I want to die. It turns out being friends with Chrissy Mersh isn't going to pull us out of the gutter. Huh, who would have thought? Your people uh, contribute to the program. Annoyed Wawa supervisor renewing his membership for a third month. Says pumpkin spice is back at Wawa. Choke one down today. It's a wonderful advertisement. Uh, Aaron's poop box says, hey, Aaron, saw you driving Saturday night. <laughs> this is the greatest part. So a few of the clips I've seen since the last episode, there's guys in chat. Where <laughs> I love this. This is one of my favorite tricks on YouTube. Um, you can just make your name anything. And, and I mean anything sometimes. Like sometimes YouTube is very liberal or maybe conservative with what they let you make your name. So there's guys in Aaron's chat where they leave, you know, messages, they do super chats, and their name is like April's fart box, her big stinky butthole. April's big stinky butthole and Aaron's gay limp penis, and he's 
gotta read him. He's that like Mersh would be like, fuck it. Even Mersh would be like, nah, not doing nice try. Hey, nice try there. Nice try. Go ahead and uh, charge it back. Go ahead. Not Aaron. I need the money through Maple Lake. Uh, cool to see you, man. Keep up the great work. What was the name again? Driving Saturday. Wonderful advertisement. Uh, Aaron's Poop Box says, hey, Aaron, saw you driving Saturday night through Maple Lake. Uh, cool to see you, man. Keep up the great work. Well, seeing as I was fucking someone behind my wife's back, thanks a lot for ratting me out, you piece of shit. Okay, now I want to point out that is lashing out behavior. He's lashing. That is the complete result of the Jesse April shipping that's been going on. He saw all the shipping. I mean, everybody on Twitter. By the way, everybody who shipped me in April on Twitter, thank you very much. You did an amazing job of all of that. People were shipping. Aaron saw it. It was all over his Twitter. People were leaving his replies on his uh, show promotion stuff. April had to block people. Aaron had to block people. So he saw that. So now his whole thing, he's making a joke. Oh, I was cheating on my wife because he's been thinking about April getting dicked down by daddy. No, okay, I'm sorry. The internet's boyfriend. He's been thinking about it. Just kidding. All the kids were in the car. It would have been ridiculous to bring them to something like that. No, we... Uh, and by the way, I, I, did I, I don't know if I brought this up in the last episode. And I guess they went to the same broadcasting school of retarded Mersh microphones. What is this? Why is it pointed up? Why is it? Why are you talking into it sort of down here? Uh, you know what? Actually, that does sound... Ooh, wait, hang on a second. Sounds pretty good. We went to uh, an apple orchard on Saturday, and you know what? Fuck you. I like apple orchards. Is this a, still a clip? Oh, no. I'm just in, deep into the... Uh, we're just watching their show now. Okay. Thank you. Thank you, everyone. Thanks. Thanks. I don't mean to... Steel toe. Okay, so uh, did anybody else have that other clip? I would kill for that other clip. Nobody's got the other clip. I'm not seeing the other clip anywhere. So, guys, use your imagination. I had the clip. It was very funny. Okay. Thanks. Anyway, um, steel toe. <laughs> okay, so steel toe. Uh, he's got a year. And then at the end of the year, uh, I will be paying for his show to continue existing against his will. And by by the way, a year from now, that should the cost of that should be way down. His April will have left him for me. Um, Johnny Crutches, I think that guy, I think that guy's name is actually Johnny Crutches. That wasn't me making something up. I think he'll be gone. And by gone, I mean, you know, the virus will have taken him. Um, there'll be no one else to pay. Aaron will be desperate. He'll be destitute. He's not going to have the house anymore. So 50 bucks is 50 bucks, man. I think we could keep this thing going for way less. I think he's doing 190 now. He's like taking it all the way down to 190. I, we could we could get him down to... I think I could actually get him in a ballpark of like 35 if we try hard enough. We got to wait till the last minute. He's got to be like announcing on his show, guys, it's been a fun ride, but we're done now. And then I come in, I go, how about $35 a day? <laughs> It'll be like sold. All right. Um, 
What else do we have here? Okay, so I don't know. I don't know where I want to go with this. I feel like I had another um, steel toe thing I wanted to talk about, but I lost it. So we'll just do this. Um, I've been meaning to do a follow-up to the diaper watch episode of Red Bar for a long time. We're going to get into Clay Combs, uh, Comedy Shaman's insane text messages here in a second. But I feel like you need... We need to set the scene a little bit here, okay? Again, this is all to understand the mind of an adult baby diaper lover. Um, a year ago, and I did, again, I gave it a year. A year ago, it was in a crazy fashion revealed by none other than Sven Stuffles. By the way, friend of the show, Sven Stuffles. Follows me on Twitter. I like him. He followed me on Twitter. He invited me to be on his stream one time. Never happened, but the invite was there. It's a standing invite, so I will be on Sven streams here soon. I've been working on my animated character that I'm going to play on there, which involves a... Uh, I basically made a flash animation of Red Bar as a rug rat, just shitting in a diaper over and over again, just a looping gif. Um... Sven Stuffles, in an incredible reveal, uh, got recorded telling people in con telling a guy on the phone in confidence, not as a joke, that Mike David wears a diaper and shits himself. Okay, now I had been making that claim. I said he'd been wearing a, a colostomy bag. If you've ever heard anybody say any of these jokes, that was all me. I came up with all of that. Turned out it was true. Again, we have power over these shows. Dear God, magic. We make Steel Toe quit. We make Red Bar shit. And I couldn't believe what I heard. I did a whole episode. It's called Diaper Watch. It's on the Pizza Fund, and I think it's free. I think it's still a free episode. Uh, we got a lot of free episodes over at podawful.com. You don't have to make an account to watch them, by the way. There's tons of free shit, so just crawl through the website, see what you can find. Um, I make shit free and then paywall it all the time. So you'll see a lot of stuff. Um, the reason it's only on podawful.com is because when I did this episode, we played the audio of Sven admitting the truth about Mike shitting his pants. And a lot of people said, this is bullshit. It was just Sven. He was drunk. He was talking shit. Whatever. I'm literally talking shit. But if it wasn't true, then why did Sven have to file a privacy complaint against the video and have it removed from YouTube. This is one of probably many contributing factors that inevitably led to me losing that YouTube account entirely. And this is why it can never be re-uploaded on YouTube, okay? Any of the videos up that I had on the old YouTube account, I, can, I can't re-upload to YouTube. You're welcome to do it, by the way. I beg you, banned episodes, if I have a YouTube banned episode, that's a free episode, all right? Monetize it. I don't care. As long as I don't hate you, you're allowed to re-upload my banned episodes onto YouTube, monetize it. There's no rules. I just can't hate you. That's it, all right? So re-upload that one. Sven took it down. Now, I talked to Sven about this. He said, hey, listen. Look, man, this is... Uh one of this is I'm a friend to Mike in that. I don't remember what Sven sounds like, apparently. 
But he explained to me, listen, I'm friends with Mike. I was talking shit I shouldn't have. I got recorded. I couldn't leave it up. He he sort of apologized for doing the shitty thing of filing the privacy complaint. It's the only privacy complaint I've ever lost on YouTube. So you know this was bad. This was really, really bad for Mike. And it was so bad that Sven and Mike both had to put out statements about this. Now, I've been wanting to do a follow-up to the diaper watch ever since. And we had all sorts of stuff that happened after this. And then things just kept moving. Things just kept moving. We did all these pranks and stuff, and things kept moving. Well, now's the time to share it. Now's the time. Because right around this time, right around the time of the diaper reveal is when the comedy shaman started messaging me. You see, when something makes Mike, makes Red Bar look bad, you know, these guys are obsessed with being cool. Mike and Jules, an old man shitting in his pants on camera, and we've seen him do it. You know what? Actually, before I play this, Angie... Hey, guys. Hang on. <laughs> That's weird. Um, Angie made a clip compilation of Red Bar shitting himself on camera. This is real. I, I don't know what else to tell you. This is true. This is not like we didn't edit in sounds or anything. People kept posting these in Discord or sending these to us. Um, Mike just farting and shitting on camera. This dude hates Remember when you being called you know, uncool, he needs to wear the latest sneaker. This is an old man, but he need, he, he's got a kid sister, wife slash co-host. This is real. Watch this. Remember when YouTube is like, there is no bullying. That lasted about a week. And then they're like, you guys could bully. About a week. <laughs> you hear that? Now, it's, it's hard because there's a lot of mic sound in there too. Microphone. And then they're like, you guys could bully. About a week. <laughs> you hear that? It's going to get worse. Watch. And then they're like, a week. <laughs> See, that's not coming from his mouth. And he's got this new, he stole Howard Stern's microphone, right? And so this thing is picking up all sounds. You know, I think that's a... I don't know if that's a dynamic mic or not. I think it's a condenser microphone. Condenser microphones pick up all the sounds. You know, a sound happening over there. You got to have a fully treated studio to use a condenser microphone. This is why. He didn't think about the colostomy bag. This is true. This is all real and true. By the way, Red Bar copied the RoboCam. Did we ever talk about that on the show? Beautiful stories together. You barely know me. Beautiful stories together. You. It's right before. Now it's it's tough. It's real. I don't know how people heard these, and these are all in one episode. We've got more. You barely know me. Beautiful. So not the sound effect. Listen. Full stories together. You barely. Did you hear it? Stories together. You. <laughs> You can see him suddenly go up an inch in his chair. 
His ass is like a scissor lift. Together. 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 <laughs> these sounds, I swear to God, these are not added. They're only digitally enhanced for your viewing pleasure. Oh, it's from Gas Digital? Now that's an incredible, that's dear God magic right there. From Gas Digital. In the middle of copying RoboCam, by the way, the first guy to ever have this. Hi, RoboCam, thank you. Uh, in the middle of copying that, watch this. He says, Gas Digital. Oh, it's from Gas Digital? I guess so. From Gas Digital? See how the camera's slightly moving, and then you hear the... I guess. Gas Digital? His stomach would keep a baby happy for hours. It's like a toy. I guess. Would you swallow the Tasmanian devil? Digital? I guess. Digital? Digital? Gas digital? <laughs> I gotta make this one of the intro clips, one of the couch gags. That, that Luke, man, who's road fudge pack, he, he, he majorly pooped in his pants. He pooped so hard that he, he massively pooped. He now, this pooped. is a true comedy shaman saying this. Pooped in his pants. He remember his pants. So there you go. That's real. That's from Angie. Like Pot awful savage clips on YouTube. If you want to check out all of her clips. Now this is what happens. So the Sven thing gets leaked. I do diaper watch. The BBGABDLs go crazy. They demand answer. This is insane. Imagine <laughs> now listen. Let's say one. In years, I don't know how long Red Bar's been doing his show, fucking 18 years or whatever. Years of doing a show. If you shit yourself on camera one time, okay, maybe. Sure, you're drunk. You know, all of these guys have to do their shows drunk and on drugs. They're not having fun unless they can't feel, <laughs> um, which is kind of scary. It's really, it's actually very frightening to think about the fact that most internet men need to numb themselves in order to get through their day. Their day is sitting and watching shit. Ah, it's too hard. Ah, always pleasure, never pain. So I can understand you do a little oopsie doodle one time. Now let's say one time you do your oopsie doodle and that somehow becomes an inquisition from your own fan base on you. They demand answers about you shitting yourself. That's what happened, except Mike's always doing oopsie doodles, okay? The Red Bar audience, they, were, they didn't realize they had been adult baby diaper lovers the entire time. They're finding out about their kink in real time. Imagine you're a humble black man, and you didn't realize... Up until just now, you're you're 30 years old, and you go, wait a second. I come when I think about feet. Uh-oh. <laughs> you know, you would have some questions. That's a completely normal reaction to suddenly finding out you have one of the world's most disgusting kinks. So the the audience is demanding answers. Mike is refusing to give them. They'd only just very recently had a big comeback episode, I think. 
Sven comes on. It's supposed to be this big deal. It was a disaster. Sven now hates him. His only friend in the world who isn't his kid's sister now hates Mike, right? So what does Mike do? He hatches a scheme with Sven. He tells Sven, we need to put something out there but it's got to be, we have to have full control over this. It's got to be a joke. We can't directly address it. And I know this is true because, again, I speak to Sven. We are now good friends. Um, I now own April from Steel Toe, and I own Sven from Red Bar. I'm sort of collecting um, shitty podcast infinity gems. So he says to Sven, I'm going to pay some guy on Fiverr to make a video for me and I'll edit it and I need you to put it out as your statement on this and we'll both put out statements on this, okay? This is real. They put these videos out themselves. They they thought this was a good idea. So here's a big, fat, sweaty Indian guy with a diaper statement. Guys, quick statement from Miss Sven. So this was posted to Sven's channel. It's still on his channel. I'm playing this from Sven's channel, it's now unlisted. Because that is who I am, Sven Toffels. Personally, I felt the last show could have gone better. And whether misunderstanding or not, I had felt disrespected and needles to antagonists at times. After a brief falling out after the show, I believed I had been ghosted for three days. But it turns out Mike was sick. Oh. So this is the excuse now. The excuse is the show was bad and his feelings were hurt. And it turns out the reason is Mike is sick. And you're not allowed to make fun of sick people. Oh boy, what a big misunderstanding. When I thought I was ghosted and a guy called telling me Mike was talking shit. I was furious and told the troll everything I thought they would want to hear to get back at Mike. Now, this would be a fine thing for Sven to say, but these are not Sven's words. And I'll prove that to you in just a moment. These things I said were hyperbolic and some of them not true. And there's little uh, subliminal imagery popping up during all this as well. But man, did I get him back or what? Oh boy, what a big mess. Anyways. See, this doesn't address the shitting your pants. The people wanted the pants shitting addressed. Not the, not you guys having a fight. The only person who was scared that Sven and Mike weren't friends anymore was the comedy shaman. Hi, 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 hi. RoboCamp? Okay. Weird. A little weird. Only Comedy Shaman would give a shit about whether or not his internet friends, his podcast friends, are still internet podcast friends. That's the only person who would ever mind something like that. Internet uh, uh, Comedy Shaman, by the way, was absolutely torn apart by this news. This is why he started messaging me. Mike and I cleared things up. And things have never been better. Peace. Again, I have.
haven't added any of these effects. This is actually just a big, hairy, gay Indian man rubbing his body with grindhouse effects over top of it. With Adult Swim font at the bottom. Not the font Adult Swim uses, but like Tim and Eric font at the bottom. And now he's just touching himself. He's rubbing himself. He's got a picture of Mike taped to the wall, which they paid extra for, by the way. That was a $5 upcharge. And so you're supposed to see this as a red bar guy, as a Clay Combs, and go, oh, okay, all my questions are answered. Of course, I'm left with the question of, huh? What's going on there? What's that? on this horrible picture of Mike, which is very funny. Like, they tried to print out this picture of Mike from his studio. His new studio was so dark, it's so black, that it's basically just... They used all of the ink in India for this image. You can't even see it. Okay, you get it. There you go. There you go. Okay, so that was the Sven statement. That's what it's called. Sven statement. Haha, ha, very funny. Mike simultaneously puts one out. And all of this stuff was only ever shared in the Bring Back group, the uh, Red Bar Facebook group for old people. Um, here it is. This is uploaded to the Red Bar Scars Club YouTube channel. Here's Mike's Indian guy statement. Hello. By the way, you laughing? You funny? Now, you'll notice instantly this video has the exact same editing style on it. So yeah, same font at the bottom, the whole look, everything is exactly the same. It's just a different Indian fiver. Oh, this is me, Mike David from Red Bar. Oh dear, what a predicament. I have landed myself in this time. My dear friend Simon Stoffless felt that I was disrespecting him on our beloved seven week broadcast episode, huh? It is never my attention to be mean to seven. He's my friend. After Rashu, I fell into sickness once again and was unable to get out of my bed. This happened quite often, I fear. Seven understandably assumed the worst. And Indian guy's never seen the name Sven, but he thinks his name's Seven. Named after the uh, number of arms of his god. Figured that, that I was mad at him and purposely avoiding now, I'll give him this, he did find a guy that looks just like Mike David. After all, he's a trained professionally to recognize Talmudic tricks during this period. See, you like, you like that? He throws in a little uh, Talmudic tricks thing in there. So, well, hey guys, uh, Mike Star of David, you guys, uh, you know, I'm one of the good ones, huh? Shout outs, fuck yeah! Don't think too hard about it. Subversive? What do you mean? A very evil I'm a friend of the alt-right until they come after Kanye. Until Kanye hates juice. Juice. Is that something? called Seven at his hotel and lied to him saying I was in a group chat and uh, talking, uh, talking, about, uh, talking about him behind his back. 
it was now seven's perfect opportunity to get back at me. Well, now, here's, uh, the thing. here's the thing. So these are edited in the exact same style. And that style is a style we've seen Mike David edit videos in before. In fact, some of these little like hidden imagery things inside all of it, like Mike David is obsessed with um, Quentin Tarantino's Grindhouse and movies like that. Um, which, you know, it's, I mean, they're, it's a great movie. I love Grindhouse and everything, but, and he's, he's into, uh, what's that other fucking one he's into similar kind of vibe to it. Uh, the devil's rejects. I've actually never seen that movie, but he's obsessed with these things. Right. And so this, these are like settings he already has set up on his computer. Mike David hasn't had to edit a video in probably 10 years so this is just whatever the pre-settings were from the last project he had open. That's how I know he did this. So he edited, he paid for these Indians. He edited the video to make it funny. And then he sent it to Sven and said, you have to upload it. You got to do it for me. You made me look like an idiot. People are going to start making fun of my big cardigans the idea i stole from daniel tosh tosh.0 my thing is every season i wear a different new kind of cool guy shirt that's definitely never been done before cardigans big shirts safety shirts my my back brace my scoliosis back brace needs to be hidden sven you have to upload this misunderstanding huh thankfully seven and i have made it and are happier than ever now that we have realized what has nobody's ever called that out before i haven't seen anyone call that one out ever before he stole the cardigans and the shirt that whole thing the the cool looks it's a daniel tosh bit actually happened nothing can ever stop us now thank you for understanding and talking all the bad things you may have said about us back. Okay, so there you go. Get it? Now, this was the strangest part. A little while after all of this, Sven put out another statement, another one of these Indian guy statements, okay? And I, you got to see this one because this one sort of made some waves. It was posted in several different places. It was posted on YouTube posted all over Discord and shit, and people got really confused. Sven actually had to put out yet another statement just about this statement video. Take a look at this. Hey, guys. It's me. So it's the same guy as last time. Now, this time on his wall, he's got a printed out picture of Mike David getting farted on by Sven Stuffles. And something you might not know is Mike hates this image. This is the worst moment of Mike's entire career because it made him look so stupid because his best friend Sven farted on him directly in his mouth live on his program. Sven again. Centofels. That is who I am. I Looking back, Tosh was great, says Slow Cheddar in the chat room. You know what? Agree. And I'm dying to hear what Red Bar invented. I'm dying to hear it because don't make me pull out Tosh.0 
Toward the last message, Don't my make me pull out web soup. Or the soup. Or talk soup. Or Beavis and Butthead. Uh, so he says, I thought the last message Mike made me post would be enough. Mike made me post would be enough that he would stop holding me hostage. But he still has me held at gunpoint. And there's little uh, subliminal images popping up. Actually, can we see any of these? Can so I never tried to stop it on any of these images. Is there any way to... Uh, I can't go now. Unfortunately, this one's been taken down by YouTube, so I don't think I can go frame by frame. Gunpoint. So, just to be clear, but there was one. Mike really does wear diapers. So he puts out a second statement clarifying that Mike does. The first statement had nothing to do with the diapers. People were mad. So just to be clear, he and Mike are friends. Mike is sick. He apologizes for the uh, phone call. However. Mike does really wear diapers. Important note. He's a poo poo pants. I bought him this video as a little shout out for being such a big boy. So now on top of the Indian Fiverr video, they've bought a cameo. I don't know who this guy is on cameo. Let's take a look. Cut to me jewels. Hey, little Mike David, how you doing? All right, we heard that you got some big, big news. You went to big boy diapers. That is awesome. A true mitzvah. But somebody wanted to tell you how proud he is. Here he is. <laughs> the biggest mensch on the bench in the world is reaching out to you. So it's a giant rabbi mascot costume man. Little Mike David. All right, little Mike David, they call him. We're so proud of you. You are getting to be such a big dude. Uh, we can't wait to see you keep growing. We can't wait to celebrate more Hanukkahs with you. Hanukkah? I never even heard Hanukkah. That's brand new. That must be inside baseball kind of, you know, Goyams don't need to know. It's actually called Hanukkah. After big boy diapers, we're going to big boy pants. We're going to be with you the whole way. So, from the Mench on the Bench and Mench headquarters, we're proud of you. Muzzle Tove. Muzzle Tove? Is this guy a fake Jew? Or they're keeping secrets from us that we couldn't even fathom. You guys thought controlling the world, the banks, Hollywood, the media, Epstein Island. You thought those were big secrets? It turns out it's pronounced Muzzle Tove. Bench and Mench headquarters. We're proud of you. Muzzle toe. Shalom. Shaman. And have yourself an awesome, awesome Hanukkah season. And look, here's the video of Sven farting on Mike. He's coming. He's like, wait, listen to this. Tell him everything's fine. No, oh, yeah, stop with that. Right into his microphone, too. Like, that's, uh, I mean, he's smelling that, you know, he, the reason he had to get the Howard Stern microphone is because. His mic has ever since smelled like Sven's hiney hole. Hey, guys. Okay, so that video comes out. And people are a little bit confused, and rightfully so, because it's got the exact same style as uh, all of the other videos. Um, but the message is a little odd. Is it, Sven's just admitting that Mike wears diapers. Hmm. What could have happened? Now, one of the interesting things is, all of the people who saw it, both Red Bar P I saw comments on all of this. Red Bar fans, adult baby diaper lovers, Red Bar haters, people who hate me, uh, you know, every, the whole gamut of people 
guys like um, Aaron from Steel Toe, everybody was saying that one way or the other, whatever that video is all about, at least it's funny. Support the show. Join the pizza fun. Potawful dot pizza. Pizza pizza. Pizza. Potawful dot pizza. out i made that one <laughs> uh it'll be no shock to you but it was very easy to completely replicate the style of video put it out tell people i just made a channel that was also named Sven stuffles put his image on there and people bought it hook line and sinker and they loved it they thought it was funny and they thought it was a real admission everyone everyone pot awful haters fucking everybody adult baby diaper lovers they all bought it and by the way those uh i don't know what the subliminal images were in the red bar ones but in mine they were bloody diapers i just wanted to drive the point home listen the entire point of doing that was to to see like to gauge what do they actually find funny now i never revealed that i made that video publicly never said that because i knew if they knew it came from me they'd never laugh they would never give me that you know obviously they would never admit that something I did had actually gotten them. Um, but that's the truth. I did make that one. That is my account. Uh, and simultaneously to all of this, and the last thing that was driving Clay absolutely mad um, over all of this, again, this is all happening around the same time, Pot Awful found out about the diaper situation and started sending Mike diapers while he was live to his studio. So uh, we managed to find the location of his studio, which, by the way, I am not the person who leaked that. There was some controversy over this a year ago. I got it from somebody else entirely. Um, but thank you. Thanks to that guy. Cool in front of you for leaking this location because it's what allowed us to send this. Dun, 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 and this. Oh, and also this. Uh, they have two doors. They have a front door and a back door. Oh, and this. Now, this is just some dear God magic. Um, this is all happening while he's live. He knows it's happening. I don't remember the episode now, but we were watching the episode live. They could hear the knocks on both sides. Turns out you can just send a delivery guy to someone's back door. They just do that. So this one, dear God magic, we didn't order this specifically. It just happened to be, we didn't know this until we got the photo of it at the door. These diapers have trolls on them. Thank you. 
Thank you. Yes. And uh, here's some more. Oh, it says do not disturb. Well, that didn't stop the Uber driver from knocking. Here's a few more bags worth of diapers as Jules has to come and collect. Not the first time she's had to collect a bunch of diapers for Mike. Um, yeah, here you go. Some nin- ninjamas. It says ninjamas. I don't know what that is. Some sort of diaper, I guess. Um, you thought Ethan Ralph was the only diaper delivery finger guns ever did? Oh, no. Here's a bunch of comforts day and night for little black girls. Perfect. And uh, you can see the orders are starting to pile up here at both doors. Here's the front door. Oops, there's another package. Another diaper delivery right there. Just sitting there. They had to, at some point, Jules or Mike had to pick these up and do something with them. Okay? At some point, while demanding Sven puts out edited releases in honor of Mike, he had to do the, the, the hard part of bending over, picking these up, and tossing them into a dumpster, or alternatively, trying to see if maybe he could actually fit into a baby-sized diaper. That's right. We did not send Depends or adult diaper. No, 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 no. That would have been too easy. We sent baby diapers, okay? Here you can see the creepy shadow on the wall of the Uber driver as he takes photo, his proud photo of his pile. (laughs) That he's left here. And you got to think, like, the Uber driver shows up. He sees there's already a bunch of other... He must be uh, asking himself, what is this? What is going on inside this guy's pants? Holy shit, is this... Wait, this can't be the Red Bar Studio, can it? Uh, Wait, which one was my favorite one? There was one really good... Oh, this one. This one, uh, just something so haunting about this one, the... uh, the high beams in the middle of the night shining under the door, showing the three-year-old fucking uh, diapers or whatever those, three-month-old diapers or whatever those are. Okay, so there you go. So we've been sitting on that one forever. Forever. I, I mean, you would not believe the shit, the pot awful, the content I had. This is my throwaway stuff. This is my... I could have done this at any point kind of thing, you know? Let's get into the comedy shaman a little bit, shall we? Oh, uh, before we do, we got an awful ween coming up. October 29th, I already told you about it. Angie put together a little trailer for it. I'd like to show that to you right now, if you don't mind. Let's take a look. This is from Angie. This case is making national news, and it's heartbreaking. There are reports of her being photographed partially naked in a cage. She's still missing. The FBI just got a photo sent from this anonymous person. It was a woman in a cage. In this photo, she looked very distressed, like she just wanted to be free. She was trapped. Anonymous person who sent the FBI this photo, he said he got it from the dark world. (laughs) You know, long live the day where the man who sold his soul to the devil to save a life lived on. It's my way, my way, or the highway. You just sold mine. <laughs> oh my god, Holy shit. I wanted Ava to have a life of freedom. Rufio, I used to work in the Red Rooms in Romania. Oh really? That's dope, dude. Yeah, I don't want to see any more of this. He lives! I have actually seen tons of footage from that place. And you don't even want to know where. <laughs> wow. How cool is that, huh? 
2023 Awful Ween coming up October 29th. I'm very excited about it. Awful Ween, my favorite show of the year all the time. Uh, but this is a special one. This is a special one. This is Rufio Fionix in The Red Rooms. If you saw last year's Awful Ween, you'll kind of have an idea of what kind of treat you're in for. I hope to see you there live for that one. And by the way, again, uh, this will be free for everybody to see. This will be on YouTube for as long as we're still on YouTube. However, you know, I'm still editing this thing right now. This thing's somewhere between three and four hours long. I got to shorten it up for YouTube, but there will be a director's cut. I got excited, very excited to see all of this. I got to do it. There's some stuff in there that just is too hot for YouTube. There's things that cannot go in the episode. So director's cut coming up for the pizza fund only, but there will be a free version that will be excellent for everyone. October 29th, Awful Ween. Hope you'll be there. Let's take a look at the comedy shaman finally, shall we? So again, I'm going to read all of his messages here to you in just a second, but we should get an idea of the podcast. This is what you need to understand. Number one, he got his logo. His logo is a tree, which I believe he got from um, the same vector pack as Steel Toe got their boot. This is uh, Ron and Joe's clip art here, art parts. Uh, Comedy Shaman believes he's watched so much Red Bar, he's unlocked the key to doing a perfect podcast. He thinks Red Bar is the greatest thing that's ever existed, and he has watched it. He fi- he figured out all the strings, and not just Red Bar, by the way. He thinks he learned stuff from me. He thinks he learned stuff from Patrick Melton. He thinks he learned stuff from Aaron and Ape, Okay. And what he's going to bring that's different. I think he's like a Howard Stern guy. To, you know, all of these people are Opie and Anthony people. I think this guy is also a Howard Stern guy. So he's learned. He's pulling from that. But the thing that he's bringing that's going to set him apart from everything else. Well, maybe I should save that part, actually, because it's, it's honestly, it's shocking. You'll never believe it. Now, it's important to note that Clay, the comedy shaman, is... A meth head. How we doing, everybody? Welcome to the first, the very special premiere of The Shaman Show. Here you are. I am The Shaman. And He's already nice forgotten his name. With me today. He forgot that his name is The Comedy Shaman. He forgot the name of the show is The Comedy Shaman. Hey. So Does Rumble, Rumble doesn't let you pause with the space bar. Good to know. Great. Love you, Rumble. Thanks. Get into this. I swear to God, if you renew Mersh's contract in Vegas, we're over. We're through. All right now. So so here he is. And um, you may recognize him from such films as Big Fish and probably something else by Tim Burton. This is that giant from Big Fish. Remember him? Where his neck is a waddle. It's like a he's got a uh, diving flipper for a neck. Does anybody know what I'm talking about? Big Fish. So I call him Big Fish. This is Comedy Shaman. I call him Big Fish. This show, it's really going to be about heavily. Is This is going to be um, a recreation of a lot of old shows that have been... Oh, okay. So you're just going to do other people's shit. Cool. All right. So far, on brand. Very good. Now, again, you're called the Comedy Shaman. Let's see how much comedy takes place. Done in the past, whether it's Opie and Anthony... Oh, okay, <laughs> and I'm out. Um, you've got Howard. This isn't going well. They say LMAO. 
the big guy. Yeah, you guys know what I'm talking about. Big, what do I type in for that? The big fish giant. Matthew, it, this actually worked. I typed that in. It says Matthew McGrory. Unfor oh, we lost him. We lost him in 2005. Shocking, I know. But somehow he didn't make it. Um, holy God. Let's uh, let's just go ahead and uh, open up his image here. Uh, sorry, the image is too big to see. All right, and there you go. So we'll just switch back and forth between those two. And you tell me if I've got it. Big Fish, Comedy Shaman. Which one's which? You can't tell. Big Fish, Comedy Shaman. Big Fish, Comedy Shaman. Big Fish, Comedy Shaman. Big Shaman, Comedy Fish. All right, there you go. Stern, Ron and Fez. Whew, my nerves are getting to me. You can wow. <laughs> One second in. He's been doing an episode for a second. The nerves are already stacking up. Always a little bit of shakiness. You hear that? I feel like your voice is always a little bit shaky. I, I feel like your hands are probably a little bit shaky. I mean, I'm not coming to you to do my surgery. But, um... Yeah, I the comedy surgeon really want to recreate. We actually could use the comedy surgeon in here right now. Stat create that energy. We're gonna need fifty cc's of ha ha's. Um, <laughs> that's been in shows in the past that really comprised the genre that we know as shock jockery. And I understand shock today's climate doesn't really allow for the same shock jockery. That was once done in the past, you know, you, you know, it doesn't matter what the climate is. You're on rumble. No one's watching. No one knows. You know who knows you're here? Me. Stavi, maybe citizen M. I think, you know, just go ahead, man. Let your freak flag fly. Well, actually he is letting his freak flag fly. He took this. He picked this one up from half of his studio. This is fascinating. Actually, half of his studio is, um, steel toe he's got a big banner up it's his tree graphic and the other half is nobody likes onions so he really is taking from everything listen to old howard stern bits he's got mersh's microphone i don't know if he likes mersh or not he probably does who, anybody know if this guy likes mersh who robin well, uh, well i would never say the word nigger <laughs> but okay well too late for that maybe but all right he, he fucking said it a million times, you know? Oh, my light fucked up. Hang on. Good alarm. Boom. There we go. And uh, it is what it is. And there we go, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, it is what it is. Um, we're going to be hearing a lot of... It is what it is. Um, this show might as well be called... It is what it is. Um, the show. Don't get me wrong. At the end of the day. Oh, that's right. We've got them both But for uh, at the end of the day... At the end it of is the what day, it is. It um, is what it is. He does a morning show called... It is what it is. And um, an evening show called... But uh, at the end of the day... Because if you've got nothing to say, you start a sentence that way, or you end the sentence that way. In fact, the best sentence for a guy like this to ever say is... At the end of the day, it is what it is. Howard Stern. Oddly, you start the sentence with, at the end of the day. Stern's a huge inspiration for this show. <laughs> Howard Stern is rolling in his grave right now. The grave that, um, you know, where he's alive, but it's a grave for comedy. Howard Stern's comedy. But with that said, so is Anthony Cumia. So are a lot of people that are just fucked now. Somebody send this 
to Anthony Cumia. I feel like he's easy enough to get. Stern, you know, he's got his woke shield up right now, and he's loving it, baby. But Cumia, I feel like he, you could get his eyes on this. Has anybody tried that? Somebody said, just this clip, just clip the part where Comedy Shaman says he takes extreme inspiration from Cumia. Send that to, I just want to see the reaction. <laughs> Gavin! These, these are people that are not healthy now. They are not mentally. This is coming from a meth head. Well, and so when we look at that, um, we really have to be honest with ourselves when we analyze the climate of today's podcast, right. of today's culture, society, whatever you want to call it. So this is about analyzing, not really comedy so much as it is analyzing um, the climate I mean, I could go to weather.com on my own. Thank you, the comedy meteorologist. I don't like calling it a culture because to me, most shit white people do ain't fucking culture. Oh, okay. I, that was out of left field. I don't even know what to do with that. That one was, by the way, he picks up from everything. So where did that come from? Mike David, obviously. And then that's, that's kind of white people don't have culture. No, only black people and Jews. That's going to uh, bridge over into the next point I'm about to make. I doubt it. Which is, um, I'm sorry, not point I'm going to make, but. Okay. <laughs> he doesn't even know what he's doing here. All right, let's just do it. I wasn't, you know what? I wasn't even going to break out the big board today because it feels like, feels like the big board isn't really necessary for a guy like the comedy shaman, but. Let's bring out the big board, ladies and gentlemen. It's just, this is a true goon. This is real goon hours right now. All right. Let's take a look. Okay, and... The premise of today's show, which is to rework an old Obi and Anthony bit. <laughs> okay. Great premise. That's exactly where you want to start. The best premises are uh, just reworking old bits from other guys. And, um... If it wasn't for Patrice, there's no way I would be doing this right now. By the way, how shocking is it that this guy's first show isn't filled with goon alarms? I mean, he just said white people don't have culture. You would think he would at least take the one thing black people have left. Because I, w I would have probably, without Patrice, just stayed on the Anthony and Howard path. Oh, we got to get over Patrice, too. All right. Patrice O'Neill was funny. You know what he wasn't? A guru. He wasn't good at getting laid. He was 450 fucking pounds and died from being fat. He was so fat he died. Do you really believe he got pussy? You really did? He was married. Wasn't he married? I, I am sick of this myth. This myth that he was this great coxman. He couldn't see his cock. A lot like Red Bar. He's sweating. Oh, he brings up Red Bar. Hang on, let's go back. He's sweating profusely right now. Patrice, there's no way I would be doing this right now. Flop sweat. I, I would have probably, without Patrice, just stayed on the Anthony and Howard path. A lot like Red Bar did. But I'm not Red Bar. Let that be known right now. We were all holding our breath. We were all inside your head, Clay. Everybody tuning in was like, hang on a second. Is this guy Red Bar the obscure fucking thing from the internet that some people know about? This guy isn't that guy who gets 250 viewers live, is he? I'm not going to read. And by the way, he is wearing Under Armour, so he did take from Mersh as well. There's the proof. 
That's a that's a Mersh style Amazon Basics microphone and an Under Armour shirt. The Be only shirt Mersh has left that fits. He's done. That's his thing. But I'm gonna do something different, and I might be fucked in the head, guys. That's a reality. But the Patrice worship. Uh, somebody just brought it up in the chat. I saw Patrice ducked a lot of lady boys. By the way, I don't know how true that is, but I believe it. My point here is like the worship of it's worship, it's worship of this guy. Patrice O'Neill is the internet daddy before there were internet daddies. You know. It's gross. Like, it's fetishistic. If you worship Patrice O'Neill, you have a race fetish. Which I am, I'm disgusted. I hate race fetishism. I did a whole episode about this. And not just with black people or anything like that. I can't stand people who have um, Asian fetishes. It's just gross to me. There's something so disgusting about it. Fetishizing someone's race is so off to me. And it's guys doing it. You really need, like, you might as well be fetishizing Mystery, the pickup artist, you know? Go ahead and uh, worship to the altar of a big furry hat with goggles on it. But the other truth to that is, I'm part of the Church of Black Philip. Are you? Or are you gay? Is that I can put myself into social situations. Whoa, you can put yourself into some plosives. Hey, how about you take from a steel toe and talk into your microphone like this? Perhaps it's because I'm fucking white trash. Because I really am white trash. We're going to be hearing a lot about that, by the way. Hope you're, uh, hope you're into white trash talk. It's never more than just saying he's white trash. but. And so you're forced in. The by the way, I had you pegged for white trash, you know, um instantaneously you know what really helped this is the odd thing it's counterintuitive i know but the thing that really made me realize you were white trash was that photo of you with a black guy laying on your lap usually it's a big fat blonde woman but the vibe was still there the more social situations i think um when you're you know when you're trashier and you come from like Can you guys hear this by the way the fucking boonies like i do but I feel like it's not even human speech. I could understand the Indian guys better than this. You you can hear in my voice. I've learned to speak with. I assume he has one of those false like mouth plates. You know what I mean? Like he's fucked up his the inside of his mouth so bad that he doesn't have a roof of his mouth anymore. Um, a clarity that most fucking hillbillies don't have. So with that said. Um, With that said, uh, first of all, it is what it is. Um, and of course, but uh, at the end of the day, let's get into this and check out the Opie, uh, the bit from Obi and Anthony that we're going to be doing tonight. I'm pretty. That is crazy. By the way, every show we make fun of on Pod Awful might as well start off their show by saying that. Okay, Revenge of the Sis, Red Bar. Steel Toe. Why don't they all start off by going, okay, here's the Opie and Anthony bit we're going to do today. Be excited for this. So let's hop over here and, um, sorry guys, I'm trying to kill these nerves. <laughs> and again, I, my, I might have to, if I can just set aside 
three more dollars a week, I think I can keep this guy doing a show against his will for another year as well. I don't mean to be breathing so hard. Um, just to share with you, I do have a trimmer. <laughs> That's like if on episode one of Red Bar in 2006 or whatever, he said, and by the way, just so you guys know, I do shit my pants. Okay. Okay. All right. Okay. Keep it. Just keep that a secret. How bad is that affecting your ability to do a talking show? By the way, everybody, just so you know, I do have AIDS. So... I'm not gonna hide that from you. you That's gotta be open. I learned that from the cult of Black Phillip. You can see, it's it's not terrible, but it, it, it's bad enough to where like, you know, when I go out with a hot girl, I gotta like keep my shit cool and like. I so you're fine forever. You need no medication. Good to go. Smooth sailing. Clear landings have to be fucking steady breathing because if I'm not, you know, it's all bad news. It's all bad news, Jack. So let's take, um, sorry. Okay. Okay. Just complete silences. Great. Great. Now, again, this guy, when you hear his messages, he tells me he's got it all figured out. He knows exactly what needs to be done to do a perfect broadcast. Silence. Dead silence. Dead air. 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 Okay, here we go. So. Oh. There. <laughs> I don't know how. You guys can't really see it, unfortunately. Um, Hang on a second. Well, maybe if I put it on screen. Can you see how fucking sweaty he is? Like, it's just pixels. You can barely make it out. But there's a flop sweat on his fucking face right now. This is, he's six minutes in and half of that is pre-show music or whatever. Here we go. So these are our top 10 country hits of today. Okay. <laughs> what? Now, again, I don't know Opie and Anthony. So uh, I couldn't have guessed this bit coming to save my life, I would be dead. If it was to save my life, I would be dead right now. Here we go. The top five country hits. And maybe this is a bit. Maybe it's a joke. I don't know. I don't know how any of this works. And uh, that's what we're going to kind of be going over. Because even though I'm a hillbilly, I fucking hate the genre of country. And I think that's going to make it perfect for a comedy podcast. Yeah, again, I had you pegged as hating country when I saw the black guy on your lap for me to be reviewing it everybody now when i saw the black guy on your lap i'm not into this culture um it's not a fucking culture i'm sorry maybe one it was once upon a time like willie whalen and all those guys but god damn uh shit's gone down the tubes and that's that's what we're gonna get into today because i haven't actually seen a lot of these so um we're going to get into this. And, and we're not going to get into it, okay? Now, I didn't watch this whole thing. I just kind of skipped around. But something I noticed is we never really get into anything because, believe it or not, the comedy shaman in his, in his like uh, travels online, you know, he's amassed a little following. 
not a happy following, not some, uh, you know, not good followers, not fans, people who are aware of his existence and fascinated, you know, in a morbid curiosity, the cat is now dead sort of way. So believe it or not, in his chat room, there are people and those people start distracting him. And, uh, all right, we've got number 10 here, Zach Bryan. And I couldn't even tell you who this fucking dude is. I live in Appalachia. Not even the slightest clue who the fuck Zach Bryan is. Okay, not a comedy bit, apparently. So here's what I'm going to do. I'm just going to skip to a random point. And my guarantee for you is wherever we go, this is completely random. have no idea where I even am on the timeline now. His knee is now up. I don't know if you guys can see that his knee is now in the air. He learned that one from Red Bar. Now, what you have to do, if you want to really pull off a Red Bar, Clay, you got to put a doily on your kneecap just in case anything leaks out. Um, so I'm going to put it anywhere, and I guarantee you we're going to get at the end of the day, and it is what it is, and complete distraction from the chat room, and probably some sort of bizarre tangent about Red Bar. It, it, one of those things. It's it's the it's the comedy shaman roulette wheel. Okay, spin. And if he talks about Red Bar, that's like a free spin. We get to go again. Years of myself doing impressions. Uh, one thing I, I, the... I, I never... Why am I hearing him twice? Okay, so he started talking about impressions. When I do impressions, a lot Many of the voices are the same. And then you'll have you know some voices. And like, I do impressions. Yeah, bang it, Bobby! I tell you hot. That's Hank, obviously. And then... Okay. (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) I don't know what's happening here. For some reason, he's repeating back on himself. And out of nowhere, and this happens all the time, out of nowhere, he's Hank Hill. This is what he has to bring to the table that no one else has. This man, he told me this in text, is a master impressionist. In fact... A year ago, he was sending me himself voice recordings of himself doing impressions over and over again. I didn't know who this man was. I never replied to him. Never. You've got... This is one of the weirdest things. Okay, I don't know if that's a rumble problem or in his video. Let's just skip ahead again. So impression is on the wheel as well. I, I was saving that one as a surprise, but impression is on the wheel. He might just... And by the way, it's mostly Hank Hill. I hope you're into King of the Hill. Give me... Dead air. That's on the wheel. We're on dead air. Okay, let's do another spin here. What else we got? No idea how angry I am right now. <laughs> He's going into a tarred rage. Because my gut told me, I was like, hey, Clay, you know, we're setting all this up. Um, Things got to go wrong, right? 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 Like, fuck, dude, like... Oh! What? Okay. I'm going to be honest, on my first pass through, I didn't see this part. That might have this might have to become a uh, clip for the beginning of the show. There's not a lot of audio to it, but it's pretty good. So he's now choking himself out. He's pulling a carotene. Right. Like fuck. This, this is fucking terrifying. Uh, again. 
The fascinating, the uh, macabre thing about the internet is you get to see people's lives in ways that were never meant to be seen. People like this... Cameras were uh, uh, gate-kept at one point, and they should be gate-kept. This guy shouldn't be allowed to do this. This should Literally, they should pass a law. Makes it a crime for anyone to allow the sale of a webcam or internet access to someone like this. Dude, like... So he's choking himself now. Can't do it. I tried. Broke I his headphones. Try, nearly knocked over the whole table. So, All right. That one wasn't on the wheel, so that was pretty exciting. Trust me. Any frustration you're feeling, triple it and uh, add a fucking cheeseburger to it, and that's what I'm fucking feeling. Yeah. Um. This is this is just wow. <laughs> okay. Back to existential crisis mode. My frustrations right now. Trying to explain them. It's like, it's like uh, the feeling that a baby must feel like when it's first pulled out of the womb, you know, and like gets yanked out by the legs if everything goes right. Hopefully it didn't go down by the head and fucking. Okay, we're going to spin that wheel again because I don't want to hear this. I mean, you see, it's disrespectful though, dude. You're being disrespectful. You're being just straight up disrespectful. Chat, distracting. Man. And it's like... You can even see that he's looking at the chat. The screen's now brighter. I'm not asking you to be my friend. I'm not even asking you for respect because... I've seen the way you treat podcasters. I think you are asking for these people to be your friend. Do you know what I've came to learn? White people don't give respect. We're back to white people. Even man. when they're given it. They just take advantage 90% of the time or more. You're a very Ooh. typical white boy, bro. Very typical white boy. And I would... When a white boy starts telling you about white boys, you're in trouble. You're in trouble. One For one, you're probably outside of a gas station. I don't know how. This might be, for all I know, behind that curtain is a 7-Eleven. I would suggest you look into yourself and examine those qualities. I had to do it. Did, did you? Did it work? Have you found any of It was when I became brutally honest was when I started looking at my racial issues. Oh, God. We got... Or Here's another thing we're done with, all right? And this this follows Opie and Anthony. Being done with Opie and Anthony. Being done with Patrice O'Neal. Being done with brutal, brutal honesty. honesty. Now, I'd rather you were just funny. And saying, holy shit, I grew up in a complete fucking abyss of uh, honesty. You know who's never honest? Brutally honest people. You know? And you did too. That's the most brutal part about it, is how much they're lying about being honest. Where are you from? The Midwest, probably? Dude, it's brutal. Dude, I'm, I'm brutally honest. Somewhere, I don't know, I'm going to assume slightly upper middle class suburb of a bigger city. Um, the matter of fact is that, you know... Uh, <laughs> White people are just not honest with each other. And there's this new... Okay, well, Clay, I want to be honest with you. Get away from microphones forever. I've now heard more mouth noises out of you than I've ever heard out of Mersh. And I'm not even sure how much mouth you have left. There's more sounds coming out of you than that clip of Red Bar we played earlier. And I know he's your hero and everything, but I really, 
really don't want to hear between existential crises. Let's skip ahead, spin that wheel. I'm a Somehow I've avoided a bunch of it is what it is is. Because I'm telling you, when I watched this the first time, they were every other sentence. Maybe I'm skipping too much. Person with many issues, okay? That's shocking. Okay, back then. I skipped ahead by 20 minutes at least, and we're back into existential crisis mode. It's not, that is not to be hidden here. Um, but Brutal honesty equals humble brag, says James in chat. That might be true. We might have to explore that further. What is to be accepted is that um, I can work through my... I like the cut of your jib on that one. My issues, you know, and I really hope that... <laughs> I'm, I'm working through my issues right now. The thing, the thing is, I'm working through all my issues. And the best way to do it is here on Rumble. That can help somebody down the road. And I know that sounds cornball. Yeah, as fuck. people really are does. tuning into this um, for but, therapy, for help. You no, know, the amount of issues I've dealt with in my life that I, it's just like I'm either embarrassed about or I won't talk about. Dude has a tapestry. Don't trust anybody living with a tapestry. Dude is a tapestry. He's a tapestry of drug abuse and abandonment and possibly molestation by some sort of gay black guy. Red Bar Scars Club. If that was Mikey, I would die. Okay. You know what? Let's go ahead and... Um, I've got, I found just before the show, there's a guy in the chat and I grabbed this from him. Uh, his name is, his name is Shaman Clips. Do you know how hard it is just to get somebody to clip your channel for you? This guy's got a clipper already. Shaman Clips I saw in chat and he has a YouTube clip channel for the comedy shaman. Clay believes that Red Bar is actually there in chat watching him live. These clips are excellent. So well done, Shaman Clips with a Z. Um, take a look at this. If that was Mikey, I would die. If that was really Mikey, I would, I would die right now. Red Bar's I number one fan. Number one with a bullet. Not even close. I actually do wear a mouth guard. Um, fuck, where is <laughs> It's it's somewhere over there, but yeah, yeah, I I do wear a mouth guard most nights. So he's he's got some bruxism issues. He's working through his issues. He's grind. Hey, listen, life's a grind. You know the daily grind and the nightly grind. He's never going to surpass Mersh in Graveyard Mouth if he doesn't start. Crank Shaman. There you go, Lobster. That's what we're talking about. Um, is, that, is that really Mike? No. <laughs> okay. The, even the idea that he's got a Rumble account to comment seems ridiculous to me i uh, i'm gonna say no i'm gonna say with a hundred percent listen i'm not reading the climate here i'm no comedy meteorologist but i'm gonna say a hundred percent forecast of no never it's not like oh there's no 
He just did a lizard lick of his lips. No fucking way that's Mike. There's no goddamn way. Correct. Like, that would make me too happy, actually, right? I'm now. a fag. Um, oh, shit, that'll set me in a whole new direction. Because I, I, I think I'm... Look how excited he is now. <laughs> and this is how everybody in the Adult Baby Diaper Lover Facebook group is. about. Like, if he... If Mike comments on one of their posts, if he replies, they're all... Oh, oh. It's a fucking 43-year-old man in a billowy blouse. What is so exciting? He's a guy. I'm just going to fucking freelance this show without any help at this point. Um... So, oh God, I just heard his teeth fall out and he caught them and pushed them back in. Let me look. Do you think it's Jules? No. Oh, shit. Oh, well, okay. Oh, shit. Maybe it is Jules then. That's fucking crazy. You can hear her skittering. She heard, oh, shit. With her pail and shovel. So, let, let's go back here. Let's go back a scratch. Um, let me give you guys my story a little bit. At this point in this stream, he must have given his story like five million times. Mike died last month. You think it's Jules and her boyfriend? Oh, the one that Sam talked about? Or, or maybe the guy that uh, she's gallivanting around with Sven, or that Sven talked about? But no, look, at the end of the day, I fucking do. I still love my... Hell yeah. But uh, at the end of the day... At the end of the day, he still loves Mike, he says. And that's just reality. Uh, I do think Red Bar is still one of the best shows around. I've been on both sides of the fence. I've been on the BBG. I've been with the people. And this is how all... Again, the top Red Bar fans are the most schizophrenic ones they they constantly vacillate between these two extreme poles fucking hate his ass i think because they think they're like you know this is the way you are with your actual friends in real life you know where you're like oh they do something shit you're like oh man i fucking hate that guy right now but then he's your best friend so you forgive him you're like i love that guy you know i'd never drop him that he he's in a relationship in his head he's in a relationship with the blouse man there's several, you know. Yeah, let's assume it's them. I agree. So, um, you know, I've been friends with both sides, and what here's he's been. Oh my god, <laughs> that was a that was an oopsie doodle right there. He just accidentally did a Freudian um, tattle on himself. I've been friends with both sides. He said it right there, fucking straight out of the falling out of his mouth mouth. Let's assume it's them. I agree. So, um, you know, I've been friends with both sides. And I've been friends with both sides. What, here's what I've learned is neither side has the p full picture right. And I'm sure that's a that's the case with a lot of uh, bipartisan issues. He can see the Matrix code when it comes to the most important topic online, Red Bar. Or um, dual-sided issues. But... Let's let's go back to uh, prior. We need this guy figuring out Israel and Palestine. Stat. To the BBG. Well, I think we know. If he's a big fan of Red Bar, we know which way he's going with that. God dang it, Mike. You're, ah! you're a loser, boy. You know we were both losers when we were growing up. There's no god dang denying that.
He's done two streams, by the way. So this is stream number one. He's done two. He's got it all figured out. Well, uh, listen, cocksucker. Uh, you know I had horse sucking my dick and giving me coke and chewy. You think I'm fucking kidding you? Well, who the hell are you? Listen, cocksucker, I'm the man that Mike David's afraid of. I don't know why. I just, uh... I don't know why I just went on a uh, Hank Hill versus Joey Diaz debacle. I can't. I can't be here right now. I shouldn't be on camera. <laughs> this is too embarrassing. Oh, 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 bro. You gotta... You gotta get offline, man. My whole thing is never touch grass. I'm making exceptions, all right? We're going to make some ex You got to get off. Get away from cameras. Get away from microphones. Fuck touching grass. See air. <laughs> I mean, I don't... Do you even know what color the sky is? This might be the only guy who can't answer that question. Oh, bad university. Oh my God. I don't, I don't know if we should watch this. This might be too cruel. I want, that might actually be Mike. I'm not going to say it. No, no, it might not. It would never be Mike. It will never, ever, even if it was Mike, it wouldn't be. Okay. Even if it was Mike David and he could prove he came on camera with you and held up his ID to prove it to you, I still would have trouble believing that. It is for certain. Um, but there's there's a possibility of that. And if it is, I would I would be completely flattered. Um, Lobster Hank is not my only impression. It's just my best. Thank you very much. Lord have mercy. Now, let me tell you about this uh, white boy in here, Mac David. Now, this uh, Mac David, the matter of fact is... Who is this an impression? Is this just an impression of being black? I have a feeling... I have a feeling our next celebrity impression is black. Is it? He isn't even a white boy. No, sir. No, 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 no. What year are you from? <laughs> is this a slave? No. He's an Ashkenazi Jew. That's right. And these white folk think that he's one of him. Well, let me tell you right no, now. No, we don't. As a matter of fact, these white folk don't know what the hell they doing. They don't know how to be honest with each other. Oh my they God. don't know how to be honest with themselves. So, the matter of fact, these white folks gonna be white folk. Us niggas, we gonna be. Oh, okay. <laughs> I don't, I don't know about that one, man. You probably shouldn't. Again, maybe this is, maybe that's a very good impression um, of someone. I just don't know. I just don't fully get the whole story there. That might be something that guy says all the time. Us niggas, we gonna be niggas. Look. Oh, uh, let, you know what? If, in case that's Mike, let's, let's dig in like it's the real one. Oh, whew. just in case. Okay. Game face, everybody. And um, let's let's talk a bit about Red Bar because I, because I, you've only done that fifteen times already at this point. I can I can keep that conversation going? Knees up, everybody. Knees up. Red Bar's here. Knees up. Another fucking hour or so. So with Red Bar, he's got to put his knees. Listen, if he went on his knees during the show, you couldn't see him anymore. Despite the fact that he's a giant, you couldn't see him anymore. So you got to put your knees up. 
to show deference. Red Bar was a revolutionary piece of media. In what fucking universe? Revolutionary? <laughs> Revolution? What did it revolutionize? Tom being the Tom Green show? Red Bar was a revolutionary piece of media that showed the world, in my opinion. He, he showed us all something special. That whether you like him, whether you hate him, we all need to agree. Um, we all need to agree that good that like you got to be able to separate the baby from the bathwater first. Okay, not the best analogy for Red Bar. Gotta be honest. I don't. I mean, for me, it is. Yeah, you definitely want to be able to separate the baby from the bathwater because otherwise, you're gonna have a really dirty bathtub. Oh. Which means that bad people are going to have good qualities. Good people are going to have bad qualities. Oh, shit, Unbleached. I'm that bad about tangenting, aren't I? Thank you. I heard Clay got kicked out of the BBG for being a sex pest. In all truth, that might be more acceptable than what happened. I mean, I don't think it is, but there's some people that might fucking make that point. Tell the truth. I am. Well, what do you want from me? So apparently, I guess he got kicked out of the Red Bar Facebook group. I don't know what the real re what is. Does anybody in chat know what the real reason is he got kicked out? Like, uh, I think we're on a pretty big delay here, so I'll try to watch chat for it. I'm over here stabbing myself in the stomach, more or less, like Artie Lang, bro. What the fuck do you- Do you have any references outside of this world of talk radio? Fuck me, man. God damn, he revolutionized. It's a revolutionary piece of media. Revolution? He's talking into a microphone with headphones on. What is the new part? I'm dying to know the new part. Dying. You want? Okay, that's not Mike. That's clearly a troll. Oh, apparently he was emailing Mike and BBG members after being asked not to repeatedly. Oh, really? Huh. I could have never guessed. <laughs> I could have. Hang on a second. Let me just take a look at, uh, yeah. Okay. So how many messages is it? One, two, three, four, five, six. I mean, these are screenshots, more messages, but screenshot after screenshot after screenshot after screenshot. Yeah, I could see that. Okay, I get it. Okay, that makes sense. Just because you guys don't have the balls to throw your issues on the table. Like, but I mean, you look at somebody like Mike David Redbar. Oh, well, everything I do is the best. Everything is great. Jules, Jules, everything is wonderful. And Okay, you've been watching as much Red Bar as you've... That's your best Mike David impression? That's what you've got? Come on. Not a cut to me, Jules. Not a shout outs. No clapping. Come on, man. You gotta have that one in your arsenal. Just go back to Hank Hill. And it's like, bro, you are a miserable little fucker that's haunted by literal demons to the point of where you got shadow people standing in your fucking doorway and you're asking for prayers. Okay, I forgot about this element. And this is why this is the perfect episode right before Awful Ween. 
Clay believes and has talked to me extensively about this. Um, and again, I didn't reply. He just talks at me about this. Clay believes that Mike David is uh, shadowed by and haunted by literal demons, that there are ghosts around it. There's this thing. There's this thing that Red Bar used to do back when uh, the content was running dry where he would pretend like he saw a ghost in his house. He would make up some story about a demon. He would have just watched, you know, uh, Child's Play 3 or something. And then he makes up some dumb story about Candyman lives in his toilet. And that was just a fill time. And Clay heard that and took it seriously. And he believes that Mike David traded his soul to become the most revolutionary radio, internet radio man of all time. True belief. Real thing. Clay's got shadow people living inside his head. Those little sounds you hear gurgling out of his mouth, they're straight from hell. That's the spawn of hell. He can see these things. He can communicate with them. He speaks parcel tongue. Don't brandish teardrops. It's going to happen eventually on the show. Why Why would I take any advice from you, man? Uh, his tooth just started falling. Can you see that? His tooth just started falling out of his mouth while he brings up demons. So that might be true. Why would I take a single drop of advice from you, dude? You're telling me to go against everything that I am. Like, if I feel I'm going to cry, I'm going to fucking cry. <laughs> <laughs> this isn't a show so much as it is like you being backed into an alley by a homeless guy. Okay, man. Cool. It's cool. Yeah, no, no, no. I get it. It's cool. Oh, fuck. Fuck. And like, am I that jackass that made a fucking retard out of myself in the BBG? Yeah. When I was on fucking dope? You're goddamn right. It is what it is. <laughs> yeah. Back and changing it. It no, Mike, I'm not sober. I've had I've had a few drinks and uh, hit a pen a few times, but that's that's all. Credit was just stripped from Petey Green straight up, and he's been dead for 39 years now. He died in 1984, and I, okay, I don't know what who is Petey Green. I don't know what to, this is a. I got to be honest, comedy sh uh, shaman clips. That was a really hard cut. What are we talking about now? I feel like I just spun the wheel. He is the founding father of shock jockery, whether you like okay, Anthony Cumia, whether you like Petey Green, Red Bar, whether you like Patrick Melton, whether you like Ron and Fez, whether you like Bennington, any of that. It all came from Petey Green. I, you've lost. Uh, this is complete blank spot in my knowledge. I don't know who Petey... That sounds like a black guy. Wait, was that the guy he was doing a minute ago? Is it going to turn out that the oh, niggas guy is Petey Green? And the matter, <laughs> like, he, he, he invented it all. And He's a black comedian. Okay, nailed it from the name. Petey Green's a black comedian. Content creators all the way down the line have just completely neglected the fact that Petey Green is the founding father of all this. And when you see me snitching on myself... Ryan, oh. tears in my eyes. <laughs> I didn't see this part. And by the way, he's stealing being cross-eyed from Mersh too. Maybe that's a Petey Green original, though. I don't. For all I know, Petey Green invented being cross-eyed. Not giving a fuck what people think. 
It's not because Howard Stern taught me how to do it. It's not because Mike David taught me how to do it. It's not because Ron Bennington taught me how to do it. It's not because... Oh, I guess he wasn't so revolutionary after all. Patrick Melton taught me how to do it. What did he revolutionize? Man Cow's logo? Because I studied the old tapes I could find to Petey Green. Dude, seek help. Seek fucking help. Look, it is what it is. At the end of the day, obviously. It is what it is. Um, yeah. But uh, at the end of the day, it is what it is. Um, yeah, well, it is what it is. Um, but uh, at the end of the it day, is it, is. it is. Um, okay. Well. So, I mean, I, you know what? If everybody from Mike David to Patrick Mountains was in this laughing at me meltdown, I don't give a fuck. Because I know I came out here and gave you guys the truth. My truth, at least. You know? AKA, it's not the truth. All right. That was Mikey. Right? So, I think it's come to it. I think it's time to read the sacred texts. Now, you might have thought, like, oh, Patrick Melton gets the shout out there. Red Bar gets the shout out there. How come he doesn't bring up Pot Awful? He's messaged Pot Awful all those times. How come he doesn't bring up Pot Awful? I'll tell you why. When I didn't know that he was the comedy shaman, and I finally was replying to him for the first time, I brought up how I've got this guy's message. I have hundreds of screenshots of this guy messaging me like a lunatic and that one day I'm going to do a show about it. And he started having a fucking panic attack about this. He, I should actually start. Here's how we should really start this bit is I should start with where he starts telling me how I should handle doing the show about him. And again, I wasn't originally going to really do a show about him. Um, I don't know. Let me see if I can go through this. Oh, my God. He's telling me about this paranormal shit about Red Bar. He says, so check this out, bro. I was in the Red Bar Discord the other day, and I've had a feeling I couldn't shake about Mike. I've never been one to jump to paranormal conclusions, but I couldn't shake the feeling that Mike is possessed by a demon. I posted this theory on the Red Bar Discord thinking I was going to get blasted. Instead, these motherfuckers start sharing bits of evidence pointing towards my theory. I haven't... And of course, they were like humoring him, I'm sure. Let me see if I can find the part where I realized who he was. Oh my god, he messaged me... Even just here on Discord... He messaged me one, two, three, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen, sixteen, seventeen, eighteen times he messaged me before I messaged him back. I lied to him. I said I didn't realize Discord has a section of message requests. I knew he had messaged me. I didn't know who this was. I just wasn't replying to him because he sounded like a retard. At what point do I figure out it's him? Um, I'm telling him I don't believe in this paranormal shit, but okay, interesting. Uh, uh, sleep paralysis. He's talking about sleep paralysis. Uh, <laughs> this is very creepy stuff. Talking about nobody likes onions. Um, 
Okay, we're just talking. He's talking about like how Red Bar is, you know, inventing everything, and I'm saying he literally stole my robot camera. What are you talking about? Uh, he's lifted jokes from people. Um, fuck, where do I realize it's him? Maybe I didn't in this message. Maybe I just stopped talking to him when I knew it was him. It was a long time before I figured out this was the same guy, but he was definitely, oh no, here we go. I must have figured it out around um, uh, the 13th of June because that was the last time I responded to his messages, but that didn't stop him from messaging me. He just kept messaging me one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. He's telling me how last night's show was really good. Cool hearing you shoot the shit with porcelain. So I guess that was the August, uh, you know, ripped by August episode. Um, oh, here we go. He says, hey, if you end up making a video about me, I'd be willing to give you a few junkie stories from my past that I think are pretty fucking funny. Oh, thanks. I really need your help on this one. I understand this game, he says. At this, this is before he did his podcast. I understand this game. At this point, all I can do is lean in. Ha ha ha. It is what it what is. is. He actually typed that to me. I'm genuinely working on being a better sport about it because the reality is I haven't even really started making videos yet. I'm going to have plenty of videos made about me roasting me down the road. Humble brag? Wow, that was brutally honest of you. Looks like you're just ahead of the curve, he says. So true, and not only am I ahead of the curve, but really I'm rather revolutionary. Turns my body like a body my same size. I know all of God's secrets. Would you know like to know what God thinks? For Apple, is our God now. God now. And I do see non-stop visions from God. Do you want to get an answer on what God thinks from somebody that doesn't have God, or do you want an answer from somebody? Okay, now I'm going to just start reading these messages because this is what happened to me. I was getting these messages constantly, all day, every day, just ignoring them. And uh, it'll be up to you to try to guess when they end. <laughs> okay? Um, and I'm just going to keep reading them until I can't read them anymore. So here we go. My original from one year ago, my messages... From Clay Combs, the comedy shaman. Clearly I was joking, but on some real shit, are you tired of being in Mike's shadow? I'd never spoken to this guy before. Don't you want to develop your own identity and persona independently? I'm friends with Mike, and he's a good dude. It'd be one thing if you had the same inspirations, which I'll go as far to share with you. 
I'd like to see you do a decent show, man. But don't let porcelain inflate your ego too much. You're still ripping off Mike completely. I had never spoken to him before this. He gives me no option that maybe I have similar inspirations. And most importantly, he is friends, close, personal friends with Mike David. Don't take this as an attack, Jesse. I'm not like Mike. I goof around, but I'm not as easily angered. I want someone to give Mike competition. I actually had him a little worried in some messages because I showed my hand that I had figured him out. But I dropped a lot of ammo against myself. You know why? Because there's a love and respect there. Keep doing your knockoff Red Bar Sam Hyde thing, bro. And see what happens. Because I can promise. I figured out numerous weaknesses of Mike. And if you think I'm playing, I actually understand racial context. So I bring the same arguments that Patrice brought to the table. Which Mike won't even go against. But he don't have to. Because he's given so much of his life and spirit to this. To be as good and funny as Mike, you need to go through more traumatic shit, man. Put yourself into more difficult situations. I don't know what your family is like, but don't lean on them. If you want to be like Mike, let up on Mersh and look in the mirror. You have no idea the trials and tribulations that Mike went through. So this is my polite way of telling you, stop copying him. Keep doing it. I'll make you my merch when I start broadcasting. You and Nat Klo if he's still around. I live around Aryan Brotherhood members in this country. Y'all have no idea what true racial context is. Because you grew up in a racially... ...dead environment. Ooh. You're just as racially brainwashed as both of our parents are. Either you grow as a person, or I make an example out of you. I'm not a bad guy, Jesse. But the extreme plagiarism has to stop. The worst part is that Mersh is more entertaining than you are. Sure. He isn't as smart, nor does Porcelain like him. But you will never take your career farther than a Porcelain cameo, unless you really self-reflect. I know I seem mean, Jesse, but you needed to hear all of that. If you have any questions, let me know. I'll honestly answer because I'd rather you get this settled with Mike before he really crushes your spirit. The best thing I can do to help is reference Mike's influences. Would you like that? I can send a few links. <laughs> I know it might seem like I'm a dick, bro. 
but consider the possibility I actually give a fuck about people and want them to do well. You aren't a bad dude, and you have balls enough to keep putting the effort in. But you need to be honest with yourself about what you're good at, and maybe learn from some of the classics. If you take this advice, you'll blow up eventually, bro. I'm sorry for being a dick. I kinda was, but I am coming from a real place. I'm, <laughs> I'm gonna send you some classic radio material. Shit that not even Mike has heard. Maybe you can learn a thing or two. If I send you some stuff, I'd appreciate if you didn't directly cover it, because I eventually want to. That's how serious I am about helping you. But I'm trying to build an honest area. <laughs> Not a safe space, but a fucking honest one. Where we can call motherfuckers out. Just like you like to. Mike was heavily inspired by O&A. But where do you think the O&A inspiration came from, Jesse? With an IE despite the fact that my name is right there in front of him and the correct spelling should be easy enough because he can read it. And then he sends me a question mark and then he corrects himself and says, sorry, Jesse, with just the E. Okay. Now, how much further do you think we have to go here? Um, let's see what they're saying in the chat. It was PD Green. Yeah, it turns out I could have learned about PD Green a year ago. A real place like the Matrix. Creepy and confusing. Again, I didn't reply once to any of this. These are multiple messages coming through just all the time. He's having a conversation alone inside his head with me. Who has time to write this up, let alone read it? Don't click those links. So this is the secret to Jesse's talent all along. Yeah, I, st I was studying PD Green. How can Jesse find success without understanding true racial context? 889 angles, 889 angles, 889 angles is the secret to PD Green's success. Give this to the police, says Road Doggy in the chat. 15%, um, maybe 25% done. No effing way. Unhinged. Oh, yeah. We've got a lot more to go. Just to be clear. But it came from Stern, which Owende lied to their fans about, and Stern started bullshitting his fans, too. So both shows pretended to hate each other, but Howard loved their show. And vice versa. Got the inside track. Howard was the best at running bits, and he was a great writer. All things both of us would do well with learning. <laughs> I'm actually sharing some of this with... I'm actually sharing some of this material with Mike as well, because I have a love for that kike. But I'm trying to have something where maybe there's more cohesion in the future. Must be better friends with Mike. So yeah, 
even though I was kind of a dick, I'm going to give you some of the best inspiration for what you're doing. And none of the other podcasts are close to wise enough to study this shit. But Mike wanted the info when I asked because he's the best in the game. If you want to catch up, take my advice, bro. In order to be more like Red Bar, you. <laughs> I thought the problem was I was already too much like him. In order to be more like Red Bar, you got to develop your own style. <laughs> okay. And this is how. Dig into the roots of your culture and craft. Well, my culture doesn't have roots. It's not, there is no culture for my culture. One thing you're actually pretty good about is getting back up. I'll give you credit, dude. You've been through the ringer and you keep broadcasting. But you need to evolve. The merch stick is running dry. This is a year ago. It was funny, but it's run its course. He might have a point. <laughs> there might be some truth to that, but then again, his most recent messages to me are about how good my episode with Porcelain was. Um, hang on a sec. I feel like I need. Uh, I feel like I need him on screen during this. Isn't it kind of kind of sucks not seeing him during this, right? Uh, let's see if I can find that image of him. Nope, that's not it. Uh, let's see, let's see, let's see. Does Red Bar wear diapers? <laughs> oh, fuck, I lost it. Um, where is that image of him? Hmm. Hmm. Oh, you know what? I've got it in my files here. Hang on a second. We got to put an image of him. Don't worry. There's still a ton to go. So don't worry if it seems like I'm dawdling here because it doesn't matter at all. All right. Let me throw that up on screen there. Okay. Why did that become tiny? And here we go. All right. And let's just throw that on screen for you during this. There we go. Perfect. All right. And back to it. Now, where did I leave off? Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> my drone. My dark and scary drone. Fuck. Fuck. All right. Hang on. I didn't think this one through. Hang on a second. We're going to get this figured out. This is all okay. This is something I learned this from watching PD Green and Red Bar. This is a PD Green type move. Uh, open with preview. There we go. There we go. And now that should work. Now we should be okay to do this. All right. We're going to try it again. Here we go. Please, everybody hit like or else I refuse to keep this going. Okay, there we go. But you need to evolve. Sorry again about being a dick off the rip. But I just needed you to see that I'm neither a hater or an ass kisser. My praise is earned. I haven't started my own show yet. But I've put in thousands of hours easily. None of the podcasters except Mike use the old radio tricks, bro. What I'm telling you could change everything for your future. 
Anthony Cumia got good by studying Howard. His personality was identical, but right-wing LMFAO. You know what they all had in common? Complete fucking losers when they were young. But they grew out of it by learning to laugh at themselves and not give a fuck. When porcelain makes docks, no one leans into it except recently Joe Matarese LMFAO. Same with beige frequency. The only reason anyone cares is because a few idiots like Schaub and Callan get upset by it. You gotta have a thick skin. Me, you, and Mike had off childhoods. <laughs> and were definitely exiles at one point. Excuse me? You gotta be honest with yourself about your weaknesses, bro. I've been working on that myself. Try to develop a few impressions. <laughs> that really helps broaden what you can do if you have voices that apply within context. Good luck, Jesse. I'm rooting for you. But please, take my advice. I'll send you some stern bits I think might help. All right, there we go. Clearly that wraps it. Oh, wait, no, there's more! YouTube.com slash watch question mark V equals blah, blah, blah. Marge shot Christmas apology unedited. That's one of the best radio bits ever. And if you want to get closer with Mike in the future, I could help. <laughs> oh my god! Crimes, crimes, crimes! But you gotta take into account a lot of what I told you, otherwise he won't respect you. If you can prove to Mike that you can grow and learn from your mistakes, he's gonna start liking you. Like like? I hope so. I know I'm a bit off, but I've put a lot of time and thought into this. I'm trying to build a community, man. That's my angle. Actually, have a little bit of trust and respect, and I'm going to start where my influence can reach. You're not the only fool of Mike's that I'm in positive talks with. <laughs> Which I assume means Patrick Melton. I didn't know I was... Am I an official fool? That's like his goons, you know? He heard goons. Did that too. That's something you can do. One of the things you can learn from Mike is doing stuff too. You just uh, also do a thing. You're allowed to just do that, apparently. I don't know... I'm uh, sorry. I don't like how Mike is so negative all the time. But when you're the best in the game, you can get away with it. <laughs> okay. Hope you actually consider what I put together, man. I know it would help you. But acknowledging need for growth is hard. Trust me. I know too well 
Swallowing your pride is a bitch brother. Yeah, you definitely know about swallowing a bitch brother's something. Something from the photos I've seen. Yeah, something like that. And if you take my advice in exchange, I'll help you write a bit here or there. Or maybe lend you some of my impressions for your show. Ian Ellis did shows for half a decade, but my second show with him was the best he ever had. Him and Bellend agree to that. I quit doing the show because it was a tard fest <laughs> when more than three people are in chat. Mike would be pissed if he knew I offered to help you. So I'm putting that on the line for you, bro. Because I want to see you do well. But I can tell you're a decent dude. You just haven't had the right guidance, but unfortunately most men never get the guidance we need. I'm no prodigy, but I can see well enough to help your situation for sure. We need Patrice more than ever. I can't fill his shoes, but I'm gonna try when I start my show. This is a normal way to talk to strangers. <laughs> You're on fool's notice. Uh-oh, the adult baby diaper lovers are after me. I wouldn't mind helping Mike build bridges with some of the fools that aren't pedophiles. LMAO. <laughs> what the fuck? How many of them are? <laughs> Mike is a good dude. He's just been hurt to where he doesn't give people the chance to hurt him if he sees them acting off. Mike isn't technically that intelligent. He just has a superhuman gut instinct. His math and reading leave a lot to be desired, to be honest. If you hold a grudge against Mike, I understand. But remember, he's been hurt badly over the years. I mean, badly, bro. It's a miracle he's functioning with some of the abuse he's faced. I won't be any more specific than that, but Mike has been to hell and back, bro. Any question you have, I'm here, man. It's unfortunate that the entertainment game is so lonely and fake. I, <laughs> I want a culture that I can be proud of, bro. And so far, we don't have one. I'm a hip. I'm just imagining that I've turned. I've cranked the microphone up so that you can hear me. And I just keep imagining that I just let out the most disgusting shit fart. And <laughs> it picks it up. Jules! I'm revolutionizing the game, Jules! I've been to hell and back! I'm a hillbilly, and even redneck culture is dying badly to the pop country bullshit. This was a year ago. His first show is this shit. I had the preview to his whole show. Is dying badly to the pop country bullshit. There isn't much shit that's left that's real or organic. That's why I'm really trying to build bridges and help a few people while helping myself. 
we need to be the leaders that we never had. Because if not, we have no one to blame but ourselves. God damn, I miss Patrice, bro. <laughs> Are we done? Nope. I tried to help Matarese because he's a good dude, but he's too fucking stupid to absorb my advice. Had fun talking to him, though. Fuck. <sighs> if it makes you feel better, I'm the most hated person in Red Bar's BBG. But I don't mind that, because sometimes I hear bad truths about myself that I'm not aware about. Welcome to a whole show of that. Sure, I did point out some faults, but that doesn't mean that this has to be negative. If you're ready to look in the mirror, I could be an amazing thing, bro. I should make him my co-host. Has anybody said they're going to do that yet? Comedy Shaman? You're on notice, man. You're on deck. I I am willing to make you the co-host of this show. I'm not kidding. It's unpaid. At least at first. You have to prove your worth. Takes a real man to be honest with himself. Women can't do that shit. They hate me more than Todd Detter, bro. <laughs> what? My point is... It don't matter who hates you, because they only have power over you if you assign power to that hate. I'll leave you alone and send you bits later. Let you digest this. I hope you think about what I'm saying, bro. Because you could do a lot better with your show. I know that to be true. If the fools would lean into the jokes Mike tells and not clam up, he wouldn't pick on them, lol, I swear. With your show, I know that to be true. If Ethan Klein acted happy to hear Red Bar covered him, Red Bar would quit covering him ASAP. Don't give them the reaction they want. The best way to fuck with your haters is personal growth, I promise. Like if you went on your show and said, Red Bar is a big inspiration. But I'm working on finding my own voice. You would have Mike nervous, bro. I swear to God. I think the man cow thing had him nervous, but... He covers his fools because they usually don't show personal growth and reflection. Then again, that's most of the world. Sorry for sending you so much. Take care, dude. I'll send you some old stern later. Just know I do care in a weird way, LMFAO. Just want to see you do well because you've got some similarities to me. No! No, 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 no! No! And you're a decent dude. Dot, dot, dot. Does he send more? Does dot, dot, dot. The dreaded dot, dot, dot. So he sends me, he sends me a recording of him doing his Joey Diaz impression, which I only remember, I only realize now 
that that's what that was because we watched the clip of him doing it a minute ago. When he sent it to me at the time, I had no clue what the fuck that was. And then he says this. And you heard my Uncle Joey. If you up your game, I bet Uncle Joey would call into Pod Awful. And you know damn well that's a good enough impression to pass. Uh. <laughs> so he wanted me to pretend I have the real Joey Diaz calling into my show by using his unparalleled talents. All I want is to see you grow. Don't settle, even if you have fans telling you you're the greatest. The important truths in this world are usually not comfortable, but you deserve to hear them. That's all, bro. My bad. LOL. Didn't mean to send all that, but clearly I give a fuck. LOL. I've got a good Norm MacDonald and Sam Kinison if you ever wanna want calls from dead comics. Okay. Now... That's where those screenshots end. But that doesn't mean that that's necessarily the last message I got from him. Let me just check here. Let me just do a little bit of scrolling. Is that the end? Let's find out, chat. Let me know. What do you think? Was that everything? I, here's the thing is I'm pretty sure he kept messaging. Um, and I just stopped screenshot. And at a certain point, I said, I can't have my whole phone be messages from the comedy shaman so oh here we go oh no oh my god there's so much more okay at a certain point this is crazy this is this is truly fucked up at a certain point i got i started getting notifications that his messages were being unsent so he was deleting, he realized sometime later how crazy it was, days later, how crazy it was that he sent all that shit. I, you probably can't see it, but there's the, there you go. There's the Clay unsent the message. Un, he unsent every single message he sent me. So this is the one time I replied. All right. I replied exactly one time and I said, it's too late because I had already screenshotted everything. And then he continues. I kind of brought this one upon myself. I don't care what you do, bro. Free country. Take care of yourself, though. I could tell everyone has been either ass kissing or maliciously dishonest with you. So I figured I'd take the time and be real with you. If you want to flip that narrative, it's your loss. I know how rare, thoughtful, original critique is, let alone from someone that wants you to succeed. I don't need someone to help me because I'm going to do what I'm going to do. It's easy to feed the ego being an entertainment. Don't fall into that trap. Seek the truth, not feel goods. A part of you knows the value of what I'm saying. A hope that you feed that instead of the ego. I think it would give you peace to resolve some of your feelings about Mike. You're going to try to laugh me off, but I know what it's like to look up to someone. Fuck, dude. 
you're all like this. Holy shit. And that shit hurt you. Just like how Kumia hurt Mike. All this corner of the internet does is blast each other. Well, I'm doing something new. I'm building men up. He's the Andrew Tate of podcasters. And I don't care what anyone has to say about it. Because they aren't going to change who I am or what I'm about. I'm going to live a life I can be proud of. And try to help others do the same. I can roast almost anyone to a crisp. But that shit doesn't feed my soul. I'm seeking true happiness, dude. If you want to talk about the mic thing, you can call me. I understand the hesitation because of the pain associated. But you want to get this sorted out, bro. You've got some mental unpacking that you can't do around your home crowd. Am I wrong? I'm speaking from experience because I'm putting myself in your shoes and I know how I would feel. Angry and hurt. Almost forsaken. I spent the time to give you what I can. I, sp I spent the time... I spent the time to give you what I can never seem to get in life. If you're still going to do something to me, do it. I try to spread love because I know how bad the world needs it. But I'm always looking for someone to take out frustration on. My be- Who asked? Here we go. My best friend's family accused me of killing him. And it's a joke to me now. Uh... What? I got clean off of being under a lot of heavy influences. Did it without having anyone give a fuck either. So feel free. Take your best shot if you don't like me, dude. I've lost everything, yet kept my soul and passion for life. The only person I fear is myself. You've got me as an ally or an enemy. Completely your choice. Shit, I should have read this. I won't take it personally either way. If you're going to come after me, make sure to lead with the fact my best friend's parents hold me accountable for his death. I've been completely alone and isolated since then. No wonder he sees fucking shadow people. Not knowing how to open up to people. That's your best bet for hurting me, for real. So best of luck with whatever you decide, man. <laughs> no, hey, man. No, I like you. I want you to be my co-host. Uh, you seem cool, actually. And uh, this has all been a prank. This was your... We're hazing you. This was a misunderstanding between friends. This was sort of a Sven and Mike-style misunderstanding between friends. Teehee, you don't poop yourself. I'll pay for the guys on Fiverr again. I don't mind. We'll get the Indians to sort this out. <laughs> Sorry, there's more. Oh, and mention how my entire family has beef. So there's no one I can go home and talk to. I get the love I give myself and that's it. I don't have any love in my life, so I try to find it by caring about others and giving things like honest critique. How I did with you. If you can't hit me with all of that info, I don't know what to tell you. Is that enough info to bully with? I thought it would be. 
I want you to do it right after all. So now he's just convinced himself in his head that I'm going to be bullying him. Go ahead and try to bring me down. Then I'll forgive you and then we can build you back up. Because no one ever respects me for who I am. They only respect the power I hate that I have. How how many people? We must have lost people watching. Yeah. Right. We've lost a bunch of people watching for sure. Can we get... Guys, we need super chats for Steel Toe. <sighs> Come on, bully. I thought you were an internet bully. Come on, bro. I literally don't have love in my life. How easy do I have to make it on you? Mersh is happier than me, bro. If you won't accept my help, bring it, please. Because I don't have any other way of getting it out. My entire family doesn't associate with one another. Don't forget to include me in your little monologue. Come on, bully. You aren't going to take my help, which I really spent a lot of time and thought in. So let's go, bro! I'll call into Pot Awful and we can see who has what, okay? Please, please, please! Come after me! Please! I will be the one shred of enjoyment I have in my isolated day! I'm kind to people because I want to give people the time that no one ever gave me. I don't have people that love me, so I'm jealous, but I just have to deal with it. Okay. <clears throat> A little crazy there at the end, but is that it? I don't know. I got a scroll. <laughs> Unfortunately, I got to scroll to find out. Is that it? Did the shaman give up after losing his cool on me, a guy not replying? Well, I don't see any more messages. You know what? Maybe I should just... I don't know if he deleted all of those messages too. Maybe I should just open up Messenger and see if he's still in there. Clay Cone. Which, by the way, if you're named after inanimate objects, you're retarded. Your name is Clay or Rod. You know? Anything like that, that's a retard. Um, okay, let's see. I'm gonna scroll through here. Maybe he blocked me. I'm not seeing his name come up. God, there's so many. I don't ever open Facebook Messenger. There's so many people just messaging me and I'm just never replying. Uh, oh, here we go. Oh, fuck me. There's more. Oh, okay. All right, here we go. Final stretch. You ready? Here we go. I'm kind to people because I want to give people the time that no one ever gave me. I don't have people that love me, so I'm jealous, but I just have to deal with it. Do you want to have an in-depth discussion 
in a call or something? I'm telling you, man, I've studied radio and broadcasting so much that I could help you to a degree you wouldn't believe! I'm offering purely out of trying to tie this underground comedy scene together! I want a community that lasts, man! You should too! Think it over. Ladies and gentlemen, there it is. Clay fucking Combs, the comedy shaman, and my new co-host, because if I don't make him my new co-host, I worry for my family, and also his, and also the family of his best friend. Delete all your social media accounts, stat Clay. <laughs> We're all saying stat. By the way, something we say now is stat. Give it a couple of uh, weeks. Red Bar will be saying stat, but stat's our thing. We're stat guys now. Okay, so I don't even know what to do. Um, here's the thing. I feel like at this point, Clay's got to be watching, right? He's got to be watching. There's no way. I mean, how do you not watch? A whole show about you. He's been dying about this moment right here. Me reading those messages for so long. <sighs> Clay, if you're watching, you asked me there a year ago, almost to the day, you asked me to let you call in. To talk this out. To let you do your celebrity impressions. I'm giving you that moment right now. You have the next... Five minutes. You have the next five minutes to call in and we can squash the beef. We can figure it all out. You can explain to me the um, mathematical formula to the golden ratio of comedy broadcasting and what it is exactly that Red Bar fucking invented. I'm dying to know. Thank you, by the way, to Joe for the $20 uh, super chat. We are keeping Steel Toe alive You've got four more minutes, Clay. We're waiting for you. Right, they're saying in the chat room, are you sure you want him to call in? He could be a threat. Uh, yeah, not well, I think he's more of a threat if I don't let him. Joey Diaz impression live. Someone says play the impression that he sent me. I can't again, he deleted all the messages. I can't play the impression. He deleted Well, hang on a second. Hang on. There were some that were still in there, right? Hang on. He didn't delete everything. So maybe. Let me scroll back through. I didn't I was just screenshotting all this shit as it came in. Nope. No impressions. So if we don't have Clay live, we don't have his beautiful... We got to hear more impressions than Hank Hill. 
Unfortunately, I'm not sold on the Hank Hill impression. That's like that's the equivalent of a YouTuber doing uh, Family Guy voices. So I think we're two minutes away here. Two minutes. Has anybody seen Hide Nor Hair of Clay? Um, let me send him a message here. Now, now's your chance. Now's your chance for the big time. No one else would ever let you do this. Not Red Bar. Not Patty Melt. Nobody. It's just me every single time. I guarantee that. Uh, here we go. All right, let's see if he responds. We got another minute here. We'll see if he responds. What number is he supposed to call? It's not a number. I'm going to connect him on Discord. He's got me on Discord, right? He can just call. And, oh, here we go. He says, I'm working. I caused this for myself. When I tweaked on you, I wish you no ill will. That is a message from just the fuck now. They're cyberbullying me to death. I'm going to call him. Let's just call it. He says he's working. I'm calling him. We're going to just call him, see what happens. Uh, what could he be doing that's work, by the way? No, you're not. You're not working. There's no way this guy's got a job, right? I'm about to hire him, though. If he does, we do uh, two weeks. Two weeks of him as co-host. We'll see how he shakes out, and then uh, I'll start paying him. Uh, but not if he doesn't respond to the call. Oh, he's not responding. He's not an answer the call. Answer the call. I don't believe you have a job. It's probably a nice thing to start out with with the guy who murdered his friend. Oh, God, he just sent me an image of himself. I guess, he, okay, this is to prove he's on the clock, he says. Look at Ladies and gentlemen, live Clay. Holy shit. He's got that old man mouth. You know, the Ripley's Believe It or Not old man mouth where he can pull his jaw over the top of his own head. He does appear to be in some sort of warehouse, so I guess that does it. All right, I'm going to uh, hang up then, uh, and I'm going to say, okay, I'm offering you the position of co-host let's see what he says to that and then we'll uh, take off here thank you everybody for joining me though it's been a fun one keep the toe going they say uh they're sending me suit again I, we don't do super chats here for real that was a joke but thank you um all right he's responding i'm getting the dot dot i'm never gonna stop hearing from him now i have just opened up the worst can of worms into my life ever even if he denies, he's going to be messaging me. There's no way he's not going to message me over and over and over again now. he's Oh, he's typing. He's typing. So you're at work. You can't respond, but you can type. You can take photos of yourself to prove you're real or whatever, which I'm not sure that that's what this photo is achieving right now. Oh, God, he's still typing. This could be the ultimate troll. He will prove himself a worthy co-host if his t if all he did was type one letter. And he's just leaving it. So I'm just sitting here waiting forever for the response. That would be an ultimate troll. Nope, he replied. He says, hey, I told you I'd give you a tweaker story if you asked. I'm not a bad sport. It's the nature of the beast. I get it. I don't know what that means. I said I'm offering you the position of co-host. If you came on right now, what impression would you do? All right, I gotta know. I gotta know. I can't believe we've got him live here. So he hasn't been able to see this. 
he's on the may or maybe he can. Maybe he can listen while he's at work. Guys, we're three away from 200 likes. My wife has been telling me that she is going to divorce me if we don't get enough likes. She she's very down on the number of likes we get now. The henchmen, they've been working hard. The uh, she's very upset about this whole April thing. It turns out we had a miscommunication on whether or not I'm allowed to pursue April. She said it was a joke when she said it. She said she agreed as a joke. So now I'm required to beg for likes on YouTube. So we're three away from 200 and somebody just removed their like. Okay, I'm removing show now. Number one, you no longer get this image of Clay on screen. All right, number two, I'm not going to read you his response of what impression he would do. He did respond. Oh my God. Uh, <laughs> What? That doesn't even respond to what I'm saying. That's crazy. He didn't even respond. But okay, but okay. Now I'm responding to him, but I'm not going to tell you what it is because someone took their like away. Okay, so we'll just see what he says to that. I'll see what he says to that. You guys won't. We are removing show now. Oh, now there's 208 likes. Well, sorry, but until I know for sure the the one guy who removed his like put his like back, I can't tell you what's being said now. Now it's a private conversation between me and my close personal co-host, Clay, the comedy shaman. Why did I have the thumbnail as Mike puppeteering? It should have been a voodoo doll. He's a shaman, witch doctors. <sighs> oh, well, you win some, you lose some. Um, I already told, okay. Oh, he's replying again. Okay. And he's sending more. What does that have to do with what I'm asking you? He keeps not responding to the actual question. Okay. Well, he does have a response, but unfortunately I can't tell you guys his response. Listen, I don't make the rules. This is my wife's rules. All right. Rules. Cut to me rules. Um, so unfortunately that's just between me and him. It's a secret that you guys don't get to know, but thank you guys for joining and uh, I appreciate it. Join the pizza fund and get access to a ton more content shit. That's not allowed on YouTube anymore. Plus lots of free stuff. Check it out. Potawful.com, potawful.pizza, and we'll see you October 29th for awful ween Rufio Fionix in the red, 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 the scariest horror movie you've ever seen. Till next time, don't go on the internet tomorrow and have an awful day. But uh, at the end of the day, it is what it is. Um